boy marshall live i am live you guys this is another edition of the marshall gillen show with kyle dillinger let's it go friday may 29th and you guys i am freaking fired up today i'm not gonna lie listen this is what we're gonna be talking about in today's episode we're gonna get into some new emerging evidence up in minnesota in the murder of george floyd i call it a murder because it's exactly what it was however uh, I'm probably going to upset some people. I'm just going to keep it real with no filter later. And Kyle and I are going to be talking about it because I don't believe in all this racism and white privilege bullshit. I think it's nonsense. And I think it's weak people that are feeding into it. We're going to talk about that. Might lose some viewers, might gain some viewers. I'm not sure. We're going to lighten the mood after that, you guys. Five years ago today, five years ago today, your boy, Marshall Live, way before I was ever Marshall Live, I won a trip to a all-sponsored uh, Bud Light paid event where I went to Catalina Island and they filmed it for a whole weekend and uh, just gave us a bunch of beer. The stories that I have to share with you are wild. You literally might yeah. not believe it. You literally might not want to follow me after. I, I'm, cause I'm, I'm, I'm telling them everything, Kyle. I'm telling them literally everything. Full disclosure, let's go. Yeah, I'm telling you. In the second half of the hour, though, uh, we're going to be getting into something else that's really important. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, love him, hate him, or in between, he signed an executive order yesterday, bro. Uh, and basically wow. what he's doing is he outlawed censorship on the internet. Um, wow. I don't know. I'm that's so huge. Much, it's huge. I wonder, that's what she said. I wonder <laughs> if, um, I wonder if uh, I'll get my videos back that they took down on YouTube over there. Hey. Oh, that's interesting. Yo, big fan of YouTube. Big friend of the Big fans of YouTube. Love YouTube. Love hey, YouTube. Speaking of that, uh, it's a good friend of the show. Uh, we have a birthday today. Hey. Uh, and it's a Marshall Gillen show first. Uh, we're celebrating a birthday uh, with uh, while it's her birthday. So we have Evelyn Gonzalez coming on. Uh, Super excited she's to talk gonna, to her. Um, she's going to be talking about in how to take empowered action even when you're scared of letting yourself down. Um, and so at uh, her birthday, she's giving us her time. That's going to be amazing. And then we're going to take her to, we're going to grill her with a few questions right at the end. Uh, and then uh, we're going to get into the last half of the show, you guys, today. And we're going to talk about 10 things that well, I wish I knew uh, when I were younger featuring Kyle Dillinger. And so I'm going to figure hey. out what this guy thinks after everything he's been through now. If he could go back to his younger self, he has an eight-year-old. So maybe you have a kid, maybe you're a father, maybe you're a mother. Who knows? But uh, this will be a fun segment no matter what. Uh, but first, guys, uh, let's uh, do a little housekeeping. Uh, you know, we got to pay the bills. And I want you guys to remember that this episode is sponsored today in the past and always by top paid speaker. If you guys want to know how to start your own show, start your own movement, get paid to tell stories, get paid to speak on stage, literally, if you want to know how to weaponize your language, if you want to know how to create influence and persuasion through storytelling so you can actually create impact, influence, and income, then go to toppaidspeaker.com. You can find Top Paid Speaker course right there on my website. Uh, Kyle, have you seen people get transformation from Top Paid Speaker? I was literally about to, after you uh, finished speaking, say, I can literally say from a thousand percent personal experience that I have transformed and changed people's lives through what you have taught me with vulnerability so and storytelling. Like I get messages saying like, Oh my God, thank you so much. Like those messages are real. Like that happens not every single day for me yet, but they do come um, more frequent than, than oh, one would think. So it's like, then that, it, what, and I was literally just thinking this morning, I'm, I'm looking, I'm here at the, like, as you know, the new office, I'm trying yeah. it out today. <laughs> I was looking out. <laughs> I was looking out the window, feeling like, "Wow, like what a blessing 
Yeah. Um, it is. And um, so, yeah, that's just that's what mood I'm in today. But at yeah. the same time, I, I'm with you on getting fired up. So it's going to be an interesting it, show. It, it, didn't really, it wasn't really like that, though, in the beginning. I mean, we, we weren't always like that. Like, I'm sure that like, let's go back to how, how maybe you or I used to be. And not that we're better or worse than anybody else. We're at a different stage in our journey. And everybody's more than welcome to feel how they want to feel. You're you deserve to feel how you want to feel. You're entitled to your own. Appeal. Like, I'm not telling you this. This show is never about telling you how to feel or what to do. This show is 100% about two guys who are working their fucking faces off and sacrificing everything to chase a dream. And when most people are having a fucking fake influencer conversations, oh, we got to do this and say all the right things. Oh, what are sales at this month? Oh, yep, get that message up. Like it's bullshit because people aren't really having the conversations they need. Like, bro, you and I were talking briefly before this started and we're going to say some things that just might be offensive to people, but I, it's not that I don't care. It's just that I'm not going to censor myself and what I believe because I, I am a good person inherently. And I know that you're hundred percent like we're good people and every single day of our life, we're trying to get better and we love, like, we give and we serve nonstop. And so the only reason I'm saying that Gillen gang or to anybody that's new, that's watching this, listen, I'm not about triggering you. Okay. I don't care about being right or wrong and neither does Kyle. What we want to have is a real life conversation about what the fuck is going on. Like, what the fuck is going on? Because y'all, like, dude, it's, it's 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 stupid. What, dude? It's stupid. What's happening? So, I was talking earlier, bro. There's, we can, you guys. I always talk about this. We we can always find a narrative to reinforce whatever feeling and belief we want to. We always okay. Uh, if I, um, I mean, literally, bro. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like it. It's just, it's, it, well, first off, how are you feeling about this? What, what's going on for you? Like you're scrolling through the timeline of Facebook. You see people that are saying all kinds of things. So first off, what are you seeing and, and what do you, what is it making you feel, bro? Um, so last night I saw uh, somebody posted about it. Um, they, they shared, uh, what is his name? Michael Porter uh, from the NBA. He tweeted um, saying that we need to pray for that officer um, and come at it from that angle. And somebody okay. was bashing it like, no, we've tried that. Um, we've been trying to uh, be peaceful about it for too long. Like the action needs to be taken. My personal opinion on it is from, for what I'm going through in my life, I can't give attention to negativity at the moment. Like I have to stay focused yeah. and, and yeah. stay like that. So I personally haven't soaked in too much of this, but from the little bit I, I've seen, it's all like all the looting and all the just, it's so. Bro. It's like, wild. It is wild. And it's, it's like, wild. I, I guess I just can't understand it and because I I don't know what it's like to be in communities like that. Like, I can't, I mean, actually, I, I kind of do. The one time I did um, travel into an a area that I shouldn't have been giving somebody a ride, I ended up with a gun cock loaded pointed at my forehead simply because I pulled into a parking lot. Yeah. In a parking space, and, and, that's, like, and, and that's my point exactly. Like, see, if if the media got it, wanted to blow that story up, they could. And so, this whole episode, you guys, and everything we do, the reason that the Marshall Dillon Show exists is literally we're just trying to have conversations to give you the full perspective, to maybe expand your mind a little bit, to maybe go, yeah, like what what is really going on here? I want to give a big shout out to a uh, 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 friend of the show, Jim Johnson. Uh, thanks for supporting us, bro. I've been watching this guy online. He runs a real life TV show, but they stream it also through oh. Facebook. Uh, it's really, really cool. So if you guys want to know more about production, if you guys, I, because we, Kyle, we talk about it all the time. Success leaves what? 
Clues. Clues. Success leaves clues, man. And so literally, if you guys want to have more success, you just model the people that are doing the type of stuff you want to do. And so if you're watching the Marshall Gillen Show and you're a friend of the Marshall Gillen Show, you'll be a friend of Jim Johnson because you're going to like what he's doing and you're going to want to model all the things that we're doing. Damn, nice to meet your new friend. You see the NLP I'm dropping there, dude? Bro. People don't even get it. They don't I, even I, get it, bro. I get it, and I still am not to the point where I'm like on top of it, but I'm, it, it's okay, clever. Right, you'll get there. It's so oh, simple. I know. Yeah, that, practice. I, listen, practice again, I, permanent. I'll be honest. Yeah, it's true. I'll be honest. I mean, yeah, I, I am a Trump supporter, but I don't say that you should be a Trump supporter or anybody. Um, right. But what I do say is that his it's absolutely amazing, his, his NLP. We've talked about this on the show before, but like people think he's dumb because he repeats himself all the time. But really, it's like my speaking coach, well, I have had a bunch of speaking coaches, but they've all basically said the same thing. But my main mentor, um, he said, uh, make it so simple a sixth grader could understand it. Mm. And Donald Trump does that with everything he says. And so people go, oh, he's stupid. He's repeating himself. No, you're stupid. And that's <laughs> why he talks to you like that. Because he knows that he can program you. And whether you love him or hate him, you're going to give engagement to the conversation. And then th that's the whole point. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, that's the thing, though. Like it's one and the same thing. This racism thing, I, like I'm so, for me, bro, I'm like, um, I'm just annoyed. I'm so fucking annoyed. And it's not just, oh, that's what it is. Oh, bro, Jim. So real quick though, uh, last thing about Jim, it's called Mountain Fun Life. Mountain hmm. Fun Life. Now, Kyle though, did I do it? Because I was trying to recall the show. I was trying to, re I was, as I was yapping, I'm trying to recall the show. I couldn't recall it, right? Um, did I do a good job though of like really selling the show? I, 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 I didn't know what the hell I'm was going you, on. Bro. Like that, that was that oh, was as fluent as it could be. This is a big time show. This is a big time. We're a big, big we're a big deal here. There's and, big uh, operations. We are big operations. I'll tell you how I know that, bro, because I did something responsible the other day that I never do. I decided I'm gonna answer all my all my people back. The people that message me on wow. there's like five platforms that people message me on. And I don't know about you, but like, dude, for people like Marshall, that makes like I have to take a lot of vitamins just to get my ADD to yeah, that that gives me a lot of anxiety, honestly. <laughs> right, and so I'm like, dude, I'm gonna do a big boy thing, like a bit, like an actual business, like a big operator, like a big deal, and I got a phone number. And um, so instead of have people having to like get hit hit me up all like in five different places, I'm like, yo, if you guys just text me, we can have a conversation. We'll have However, to talk. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Right, no, I was gonna it. say we'll have we'll have to talk later and and get me a number set up. That sounds like something I I'm interested you in. You need a number, though. Yeah, I need a number. Bro, we need numbers. It's 2020. Like, we need to make it easy. We talked about this. All the influence yep. to have you jumping through these hoops and opting to do all this shit and come to my webinar. Like, no, bro. Marshall Gillen Show with Kyle Dillinger is not about that BS. Straight to the point. Just Yeah. Listen, if you can't catch us live every day, no problem. If you want to listen to us on replay on podcast over at Apple, like, cool. If you don't, okay. We're always going to be here, though, having these conversations because we don't have anything else to do. And we'd like to talk. Facts. So that's why literally though, uh, last plug, shameless plug, but like if you guys like this kind of shit, you can get paid to do it too. Toppaidspeaker.com. Um, it's simple. But let's get back into this because this is what's going to piss people off. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm straight up. Uh, Jim said earlier, he's like, no, just preach it and, and keep it real. Um, I worry about speaking my mind sometimes because we live in such a, a uh, like a offensive, everybody's offended culture. Yeah. That it's like, it'd be, it, it, like I said yesterday, oh, we're here we are having to talk about racism with four white guys. But why in the fuck should I have to worry about that? Like, why should I, like, 
Like if I don't give that awareness, then why should I let other people make me feel bad because I'm a white guy that wants to talk about racism with, with three of my friends who happen to be white. It doesn't mean I hate black people. It doesn't mean that I'm keeping black people off my show or brown people or yellow people or orange or black or red or what the fuck ever color. Like I'm just a dude that's like doing his life. We're all doing the best that we can. And that's the thing that's like really bothering about the white privilege thing. Now I'm half Mexican, but I look white. Let's be real. And so I understand, and I've talked about this before. I understand there's certain privileges as a white male that I have. Living, I'm in Illinois right now, but uh, living in Southern California, like uh, working from my phone and computer, making six figures a year, not last year, but, but all the years before, not all the years, but the years before, <laughs> making six figures, like traveling the globe, living my dream life, doing all the things, okay? Like I get that, I, that there's certain things that have happened that make it easier than not for some. Right. And but it was maybe been easier to get to that point because we're white. Right. Um, but that's still like, like, I'm not like, I saw somebody say like, I'm not going to apologize for being white. I'm not going to apologize like, for that. Not yeah. Like I, I, I didn't, I mean, I chose it, so to speak, if you want to get into that, but like, I didn't choose to, to be white. Like I didn't choose to have right. better privileges. And I like, I'm sorry that it's like that, but, but in the same breath, I'm sorry, not sorry. Like, Exactly. It, just, it is what it is. Like it I, is. I've had to, I've had to put up with shit that some people, other, like other, other people don't have to put up with worrying about every single thing you do during the day will affect your mood and body because of a disease that you've, well, what I've known now, I, I gave to myself, but essentially like a disease that like a lot of people don't have to deal with. It's like that. Yeah. That's a completely different story, but it's like, like you say all the time, it's different details. It's a, yeah, it's not a different story. It's it's the same story, different details. Right. Like, I, I've had a gun block loaded pointed at my forehead. How many people can say that? Like, yeah, it's like and and that, well, I've had it with my own hand yeah. holding the gun and with somebody else's right. hand holding. It. It's like th those traumas and all that stuff. It's that it causes the same, the same emotions same in the physical being. Like all we're all the same ge genetic make, not genetic makeup, but we're all the same materialistic. Oh. I, mm, I, I, was just, out, I was pulled out of my car at gunpoint by nine cops when I was 21. So whatever year that was, 2000 and whatever. Like, listen, I was driving fucking hammered drunk. It was 3.30 in the morning in a nasty part of a really big city in Illinois. There was nobody else on the road. It was 2005 because I was driving a brand new Cadillac CTS, 2005 Cadillac CTS, all black on black tent, right? Um, if When they ran the plates... The plates belonged to somebody that was driving on a suspended license because I had just gotten a DUI 47 days before. And in the state of mm. Illinois, you have 45 days, then your license is done for three months and you pay your shit mm. and your stuff. But I was driving on day 47. So all I'm saying is that, okay, cool. I'm a white guy. Well, did you know that when you fucking do sketch ass shit, sketch ass shit happens to you? They didn't. They didn't think they, they didn't the like race like racial profiling. I was do I was driving on a suspended license, a brand new car at three thirty in the morning in a, in a neighborhood where brand new cars certainly the fuck don't exist. Mm. Okay, so it's like it's like you can pick whatever narrative you want. You want to know the fuck else, dude? Is like um, I I used to hate cops, dude. I used to be like a big cop hater, and I used to. You know, and you know why I always said I hate cops because I was like, they always give me shit. You know why cops always gave Marshall Gillen shit? Because I always gave them shit. Every time mm. a cop contacted me, I talked to them like they're fucking stupid. Wow. And although by and large, he, like from my experience, most of the cops I meet are kind of stupid that are usually just have it. Not all cops, but most cops 
uh, they are kind of, they, they, most of them do take a job because they were picked on in school. Like, let's fucking be real. And they approach their life and their job like that. That doesn't make them good or bad, right or wrong. That's their experience and their limitations and traumas and pains from their past are, are still in them. And they manifest through a badge. It's not unique to cops. The same people that are standing here going, no peace till there's justice, no peace. Like, fuck you, you're part of the problem. Right. You can't meet hate with hate and aggression with aggression. And so it's like, dude, I guess I just feel annoyed right now because I'm like, white privilege? Like, that doesn't exist to me. And you go, oh, yeah, Marshall, doesn't exist to you because you're white. I'm going, no, I don't fuck, doesn't fucking exist to me because I don't make those kinds of things up. Right. Like, I know, I know that that is something that is going on in the world. Right. But I personally choose. Now, I just understand that where my attention goes, that's where the energy is going to go. And that's if, like we've talked about before, like if you're focused on all the negativity, like that's all you're going to see. That's all. And not to mention what we know about the phones and stuff. If you're talking out loud about negative stuff, it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. I'm focused. I understand all this shit's going on. I understand that there's racism and all these things. I'm just choosing to be like, nope, I'm not focusing on that because I got bigger and Dude. other things to focus. And I'm not discrediting people's lives. That's no, not what I'm not here yet. to do. Dude, not, not at all. Dude. Like I feel genuine. I genuinely feel bad that that stuff is happening daily. A lot of it that's not even being filmed or shown right. to us. Like that's not, ju- it's not just that one incident the other day. Like I'm sure that happened multiple times throughout the United States. It's, it's selectively shown to us through media. Right. And then, and then they, that's the titles, pe- people just see titles and they share that stuff and start Dude, conversations. Uh, and the, then that's Aubrey that got shot. Aubrey. Um, come on, Marshall. Ugh, well, it's a discredit to the young man's name that I can't remember. Uh, Andrew, the, the young kid that was shot uh, while he was out jogging in uh, Georgia. Oh yeah. That was recent. Well, what it was released recently, but it happened oh. in February. Oh wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. It happened in February, but just got released by the media and blown up. And so, Again, the thing that's so upsetting to me is that people, where focus goes, energy flows, right? Mm-hmm. And so when people, people have these hurt things inside of them. They were hurt when they were younger from something. And that pain, now they've found a catalyst in their reality, whether it's this event, that event, these events, like they find something in, in, their, in their reality that acts as a catalyst to reinforce that pain so they can justify that they're not wrong because they're still trying to deal with it themselves and they don't even realize it. And so people find all these different experiences. Uh, the guy in, uh, it turns out in Minnesota, the cop that killed uh, George Floyd that murdered him, he had already, he had 10 in his like 15 years, he had 10, nine or 10 uh, prior instances of, uh, of uh, extreme force of abuse that he's been written up for then that were mm. been wiped away by the mayor. Okay. Mm. So he has a history of doing that. Not only that, the two guys, George Floyd and the cop that killed him, they worked together in a club to, in, in Minneapolis. They, they served as security. Like, so Ooh. we're not getting the whole story. And that's, right. the, that's the only I didn't thing even know about, about that. Media. Like, that's the only thing I'm talking about media. And then we have these people that are just parodying things they hear and they, and they hop online to reinforce, to use this as a thing to reinforce, the to validate themselves in a world where they can't find validation anywhere else. They can't find that acceptance and belong anywhere else. So what they do is, and they don't do this. People, this is subconscious programming. People, yeah. you're not you're not doing this on purpose, mostly, right? And so what happens is they, they, oh, racism. Yeah, I'm a black guy. Fuck white people and fuck all these and white privilege, bro. And rah rah rah. Well, okay, okay, okay. Well, what else in your life is fucking in turmoil? Are you are you broke, bro? 
Are you, is your, are you cheating on your girl? And she left you all? Like what else is going on in your life? Yeah. Whatever your experiences of your external reality is just a, a direct reflection of your, like, so for example, okay, white privilege may exist for you. Doesn't exist for Marshall John. It's easy for you to say, Kyle. It's easy for you to say, Marshall, you guys are white. No, that's not the fuck I mean. I'm saying, did you guys know that 40 million people every year are trafficked and raped? Little kids. Little, I know two-year-olds that I've worked with personally that have been raped and sold. Five-year-old kids. Why in the fuck aren't you up in arms about that? Oh, that doesn't that doesn't fit the narrative mm. of the feelings that you want to reinforce right now right that's not it's something they care to give their attention to exactly there's a war going on in the middle east it's been going on for thousands of years i guarantee you that 99 percent of the people that listen to this show sorry i'm not trying to call you guys out i don't even know we don't know Same. the name of the two the two religions that are fighting and to them it means everything they're willing to blow themselves the fuck up to prove that their 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 belief is and so all I'm saying is that like, well, again, where focus goes, energy flows. I, I'm not saying that women, they show statistically they get paid less than men. Is that fair? No, it's mm -hmm. not. Now what? Like I can't change that and you can't change that. What we can do is be the type of light in person and people in society that finds compassion. Everybody, I said it yesterday. One person didn't die there, dude. Five people died. Five people's lives ended. That cop doesn't hate black people. That cop hates everything. That cop mm. hates everything about his life, everything including himself. Exactly. And that's what people are missing. The white people are standing up going, oh, yeah, I, I do have white privilege and I need to speak up more against it. Or the black people are like, dude, there's all you, we can always find those type of people in any race. There's those type of white people that are always going to fucking game the system. And not even, it doesn't even have to be a race thing, just like, anything in general like it's, all, it's everything it's, it's like all, nerds versus jocks like whatever it's gonna be 100 again yeah the annoying fucking vegan people well did you guys know that most vegan people aren't annoying they just don't fucking go around preaching about it it's it's like those Thank people you. exist for every everything right now you can get online and find those black people that are like Oh, everything in Dr. Martin and Malcolm X. Right now you can get online and find those white people that are preaching about, oh, white privilege this or, or it exists or it doesn't exist. Or, or you can go find Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg preaching plant-based diet. 100%. Right now. There's a fucking narrative to fit whatever you want. So if you're waking up in the morning and white privilege and George Floyd has you down, one is I would probably recommend vitamins first and foremost. Just That's from personal experience. Personal yeah. experience. I take a lot of vitamins. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Same, same, same. <laughs> he said, same, same. same, same. <laughs> guys, uh, you guys can get your vitamin, take your vitamin gear uh, at marshallfilm.com right now. But um, that's the first thing I say, take your vitamins. Second thing I would say is like, literally, if you're waking up in the morning and you don't have the feelings and emotions that you want, then you should take a look at you and figure out what else in your life is making you feel like whatever event in, in, uh, the reality is making you feel. And right. so like, if I wear this hat, my if I wear the Keep America hat a great again, and it pisses you off, well, why does that piss you off? Because I fucking hate Trump. Well, why do you hate Trump? Because he fucking hates Mexicans and he called them animals. Oh, did he? Well, wh when, did he, when did he call them that? Well, I saw a clip of it on online. You did? Well, what did he say in that clip? He said that Mexicans are nothing but filthy animals. No, I mean like, what did he say like during the whole entire 30 minute speech he gave? I didn't see that. I don't need to see that because he's a fucking idiot and I'm never voting for him. Oh, so I, I so you didn't see the whole context of what he said. 
just the one thing. So you see what I'm saying? Right. Now, some people will go, oh, wait, Marshall. No, I didn't see the whole context. And I'll go, Kyle, have you, have you ever been taken out of context when somebody didn't give the whole picture about you? And you'd be like, yeah, yeah, of course, bro. And, so and I've done it. I've done it the other way around. Exactly. Because everything is a micro or macrocosm of the same shit. It doesn't matter what we're talking about. And so my only thing about this is like, bro, white, white privilege doesn't exist to me. Not because I'm fucking white, but because I don't vibe at that frequency. If you want to spend you. your time playing in the mud and you guys want to go protest, no peace until there's justice, that's dumb. If Why doesn't somebody go, let's have a celebration for George. Why don't we celebrate George and what, and what we're going to, again, it's Marshall. And it still brings said. awareness to the situation okay. just but, from but, a different perspective. Yeah. That's easy for us to say, cause we didn't lose somebody. You don't know Correct. if it's a black yeah. guy walking around. Blah, yeah. blah. Okay. Okay. That facts. Then what? Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, but then what? Like, it's not about being right or wrong. Fuck people. Right. It's because not, dude, oh. even like, Okay, specifically about this situation, if we would, if we were going to be talking about race and like we don't understand what it's like to be from these neighborhoods, we don't understand what it's like to be that skin color. Kevin Hart says it anyway. Like, there's not enough people turning that make it out of that situation, those situations, and turn around and like lead or, or guide the um, the similar people that grew up in those conditions that can relate to help them get out of it. Like there's not enough of that happening. So like no. until, until we collectively stand up and start doing things like this, like start teaching um, young kids and, and inner city kids, financial freedom and things are financial freedom. Uh, that's a, information in general. Yeah. Informa financial information. Like, yeah, just start having these conversations. Teach. I mean, some people don't know 401ks are, I mean, in my opinion, completely garbage the Roth IRA would be the way to go. So it's like things like that need to be talked about. Like cause somebody might be saying like, Oh, what do you mean? I've been taught that a 401k is the best retirement thing in the world. Right. But it's like, yeah, right. but did you know that when you go to get stuff out, there's multiple fees that right. you end up getting like 40 something percent maybe, or whatever it is out right. of your whole. So it's like, we okay. have to start having these conversations and, exactly. and, and that's what we're doing. Like, like why would I buy a house and then rent it out and live in the granny flat in the back? That sounds stupid. I'm going to live in the house in front. Why, why would you, why would you house hack to make money? Exactly. Like if you don't no, know, man. you don't know. Exactly. So. And that's why we're having these conversations. Not because we want to be right or wrong, because this is what people are thinking and not saying straight up, dude, straight up 25 uh, past the hour, 27 past the hour. Actually, listen, I'm going to have to reach out to Jim Johnson. We're going to have to get him on the show. Uh, he's, 100%. I mean, listen, the, not, this guy's actually from my tiny little hometown in Sterling, Illinois. I've never <laughs> met him, but we found each other online. Uh, not by coincidence. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's, it's right because now I've been watching him run uh, Mountain Fun Life for a long time. I mean, I just tune in and watch. Um, and it's interesting because this whole entire way, he has been giving little uh, little comments, like little nuggets. Like So in the beginning, um, and this is what's cool, you guys, for anybody else that's watching or listening, uh, again, if you guys are listening to us on Apple uh, or Spotify, first off, thank you so fucking much. I don't even know why you're listening to us, but I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful. Um, thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe to that if you haven't uh, and leave us a review wherever you can because we're awesome. I think we're awesome. <laughs> I think we're awesome too. You know, But um, it's cool because when you guys start showing up in your power and, and really uh, in the energy that you want to create and you start focusing on the things that you want, like the George Floyd thing is heartbreaking. But guess what? I can find heartbreak. Heart breaking, tragic, unfair, evil shit every single day. I just have to look for it. Like I right. literally just have to look for it. You want to know where to go find it? Twitter. Go fucking Twitter. Twitter <laughs> is, and I told you about this before, bro. Yeah, Twitter I still haven't gone on. on. Bro. Everybody's just taking This weekend I'm getting on. I'm, I'm going to check out. Everybody's just flopping it out, trying to med, med look at mine's bigger than yours. Dude, it's the dumbest <laughs> shit, bro. Um, it's the dumbest shit. 
But uh, the point being is you can find any narrative. So what we do here, what I've always done and what Kyle does is we try to find people that are like us, people that want to have real conversations, but want to actually feel connected. Like they actually belong somewhere in life and they want to find love. And from that, they will get money and business and all the freedom that they want. And so when you start to show up like that, all kinds of people are attracted to you. Longer story, longy, longer. For the longy. Uh, Jim Johnson, like got a lot of shit to do. Maybe watching right now still, maybe not. But Jim Johnson, busy guy, a lot of shit to do. A lot of big moving things. He was watching the show. And it was like cool. Appreciate because, you, brother. Yeah, he was just offering his information. I was like, bro, I'm not sure what I should say. And from somebody who spent hours on the air as a speaker and then now, now as a TV host, right? Uh, it's like, he's like, yo, speak your mind, bro. Like, and then like, he's all here like, um, he's all here like, uh, what do he say next? Let's see. Yeah, then he says this, you know, speak your mind, uh, then be open for discussion. You can't please everyone, but uh, be sure to uh, listen and agree to disagree and part ways peacefully. Like, it's, it's cool because... This is the kind of this is what happens when you show up in your power. Like the universe shows up to support you in all kinds of different ways. And so some people are like, Marshall, why do you think that's a big deal? Like it because guys, this is how it always happens for us. Like it just proves to you in every facet of everything that happens to me and to Kyle, the universe is supporting us, no matter what we're talking about, because we're always coming from a place of heart, mind, coherence, where we're operating in a frequency of love and joy mm -hmm. and like acceptance and forgiveness. Like real wow. talk. You know what real I'm talk, like that's real yeah. talk. Is this allegedly the best show on the entire internet? I think. I, I thought. I thought we agreed yesterday. We moved past allegedly. I believe. Oh, I mean. Is it, what is I it? I mean, now? is there any? Is there anybody else competing right now with us at Dude. the number one spot? Or I don't know. I don't remember. You know why I almost didn't start this show though? Fear. Fear, fear bro. Mm -hmm. I almost didn't start this from fear. But uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to be, uh, I think it's about three minutes long. We're going to, uh, I'm going to take some more vitamins. I'm going to have to calm Dang. down. I'm going to grab a cup of coffee. I'm going to take a whiz to the uh, hike to the whiz palace. Um, I know that disgusts some people that I call it that. I don't know what's the farm boy in me. I just, I'm, so I'm a little uncouth. Yeah. I'm a little around the edges. Right. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm glad that we started the show, bro. I'm bro, glad I'm, that you're, you're hitting me up. You know what I mean? Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm, I can't express in words. How oh. thankful I am for the show. This is the start, bro. Hey, uh, in the meantime, uh, I'll see you guys in three minutes. Enjoy this. It's fear, right? Fear, fear is the number one thing that doesn't allow us to manifest the positive things that we want in life, right? Fear is the one that holds us back. You guys have to understand is that every thought becomes something, right? So even if your thought starts off as a positive, it can quickly change to a negative right? If your habits are negative habits, if you use language that is negative to yourself, if you tell yourself you can't or you won't, you're not going to be able to, right? Because we're not using the language that we need to reinforce positive behavior. So if you guys really want to know what it's like to manifest the things that you want out of life and be able to control and design your life with the power of thought, right? You have to learn to overcome fear. Now, I wish fear was just as easy as saying it's just fear, but there are studies that have been shown that there are six basic fears that every single person goes through, right? Some, sometimes it's just one. Sometimes it's a combination of them. Sometimes it starts off as one when you're younger, transforms into something different as you get older. But until we can conquer these six fears, and I mean, I mean all six. It's not just one or the other. It's all six. You got to come to a place in your life where you're confident in yourself and your abilities, right? And you got to be able to overcome these fears if you ever, ever, ever want to be able to manifest the positive things you want in life. Now, these six fears are easy. They're easy to recognize, but they're hard. They're hard to understand, and they're even harder to really self-analyze. So the six fears 
that everybody needs to overcome if they ever want to be able to manifest the positive things in their life are fear of poverty, right? Of not having enough money to do the things that you want to do. That's number one, okay? The fear of criticism, right? The fear of criticism holds people back all the time because nobody likes to be criticized, right? The third thing that people fear is the fear of losing <laughs> love or losing a loved one, right? Whether it's, you know, it's a death or it's moving away, maybe it's a breakup, a divorce. People fear losing loved ones. And then the next three almost go hand in hand, but we have the fear of ill health, right? The fear of getting sick. Maybe we've been sick or, or we haven't. And the interesting thing about the sick one is, is there was a study done by a reputable doctor that suggested that about 75% of the patients that come into his office daily <laughs> have created a sickness in their mind, right? So that's a real thing, guys, okay? The fifth fear is the fear of old age, right? We fear getting old. We fear not being able to do the things that we can't do or we do the things that we used to be able to do anymore, right? And then the last one, and one of the most powerful ones is the fear of death. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Marshall Gillen Show with Kyle Dillinger. Dude, so you're I'm, killing it today. I'm feeling it, dude. I don't know if you were watching that video that was uh, playing during commercial, but one of the things that I said that I shot that three years ago on the beach. And one of the things that I said was, um, um, 75, uh, a doctor said that 75% of the illnesses are made in your mind, dude, that was so far, like so far before I ever knew like anything about like self-healing um, wow. plant-based diet, like epigenetics, uh, biohack, anything like any of that stuff, dude, it was before I knew any of that. So it's, it's like, I, I didn't, again, I, I probably should get in the habit of like watching all of the videos through before I, I make the, make the little segment out of them. Uh, but I don't. So it was cool to see that. I was like, Ooh, are uh, you, are you making uh quick assumptions about your video and just not going through? Or are you just, is it well, like, well, no, because my attention span is terrible. And so like, oh. <laughs> like, like the same thing is like Facts. We, it's, we need people to be doing this for us do 100 percent. and so like my um i write uh, people tell me i write really good i i think i'm an okay writer i read people that write and i'm like damn they're good um but people are like bro you write good and but uh, anyways if you do read my stuff though there's always like typos and typos yeah um, and um i i i proofread zero percent of the time mm. and you're human so I just don't care. I don't expect it to be perfect. I just don't care. No, that's like, too. It's still good. It doesn't take, it doesn't take anything away from the context. Yeah. Well, I don't think so either. My ex-girlfriend though, she, she would literally get up so upset with me. She'd be like, it makes you look fucking stupid. And I'm like, okay. Um, well, I don't care, but that's not very nice to say. Like literally she tell me, um, she's like, it makes you look fucking stupid. Or like when I'd go on, I'd go on stage with like fucking torn jeans and a hoodie. So like you're supposed to be a top paid speaker. You look, you don't look like a top paid speaker. Let's not get down the road to ex-girlfriends, bro. Dude, let's not. Let's you know what we think <laughs> down the road of is, is speaking of memories. Um, is I want to I that was three years ago that video was. Yeah. But five years ago today. Let's hear about I, this party. I left to go on an epic trip, bro. Um, an epic trip. So 
Five years ago today, I was in San Diego, California. I was living out there for the thir last 13 years. Guys, I'm still technically living there. I just am kind of quarantined here in Illinois. And um, not kind of, I am. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, so five years ago today, I was literally, I was hopping on a bus. We got on the bus at like 6.30 in the morning from San Diego to drive up to LA to go to the uh, dock so we could get on a boat, a ferry, and then take like a two-hour trip to Catalina Island. Uh, and I was going to, I spent the weekend at Catalina Island for two and a half days. Um, and all we did was party like the whole time. And so um, it's interesting though, dude, because I, I didn't know this was a thing. It just, I, Facebook memories. How do you feel about those? Um, I feel, well, I used to, that's funny you mentioned this because up until a couple of weeks ago, I used to not enjoy them because they were making me or not making me, they were uh, having me get in the reminiscing mode and, and like start to feel sad about memories. But now where I'm at in this journey, I love Facebook memories because I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so fun. Isn't it awesome? So fun, bro. My, my Facebook account is 11 years old now. So like now I, it's, it's like, it's so much fun. Yeah. Now. Mine's about 10. Yep. Um, real quick. Uh, Lauren, uh, said, big fan of the show, big friend of the show. Uh, she says commercial video made me think. Lately, I, I have been saying I don't want to get old. There must be an underlying issue in my head I've heard about. Okay, so I, it's funny that you say that because I, first off, you can anybody can believe what they want to believe, and I know Kyle will agree with me, but I don't believe that you have to get older. You may, mm -hmm. you may uh, chronologically age, but you don't, I don't believe you have to biologically age. And, and there's even proof that that may be true through something called epigenetics. Now, we're going to start the last half of the show. We're going to interview Kyle about 10 things that he wishes that he knew when he was younger. And so if you guys are into this kind of talk, I have a suspicion that something called epigenetics might be on his list. So you guys are gonna wanna stay tuned for that. Mm. It's gonna be gangster. Because really, uh, Lauren, one of the things that I have written, uh, one of the things I have written, now you guys know I have all these post-it notes right here at the top. I, I am in perfect uh, youthful health. I never look a day older than 35. And so like, I tell myself that, like I don't age. I don't age. Like I don't, I don't know why. I just don't age. Mm. I don't. I'm gonna live to be 120 at least. Like at least the advances in the at least, body. bro. I've read I've read stories about. Um, I get. I guess it would be. I don't know what they would be considered yogis, but not necessarily yogis, but living to be like I'm talking 200, 300, like 500 Dude, in the Bible, years plus. About supposedly 700, 900 years. Okay, the human. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, the human avatar has a history of being able to last long times, but God had put a limit on it because He wants to. He did. That, well, the human the human life used to only be third like thirty. Exactly, we've been evolving 30. like one hundred and twenty is going right. to be the next wave here shortly, right. and maybe maybe God, happening right now. Because what God realized is that like right around twenty seven to thirty, like that's when you start to have your spiritual awakening, and so anything in between that you're just learning to survive. And mm -hmm. so when He was making all of our human avatars expire at unplugging us at thirty, He's like, oh wait, I'm limiting the experience that I, I can have of my maximum expression because. I'm not giving the avatar enough time to mature. Mm. And so you see the human. And so with advanced in medicine, but it's, it's careful because we're moving towards a technocracy where you see people like Elon Musk and Steve Jobs trying to literally turn us into robots so they can remove humans <laughs> altogether and create an AI. But that's a whole nother discussion. Yeah, stay that's a, stay tuned. That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> Back to this though, uh, dude. Okay, so I want to show you this video. And the reason I want to share this with the Gillen gang, dude, is because Look, you guys, I'm going to be brutally honest about everything. This was only five years ago. I was 29 years old, um, but I want to be brutally honest. Like, I want you guys to know that I haven't always been a good guy. And that, um, that's not true. I've always been a good guy. But I haven't, always made, I haven't always made good decisions, like at all. Yes. Um, and so uh, 
uh, I was in, at the age of 29, which was only five, uh, five or six years ago, five years ago, um, I was still battling addiction. Like I was still uh, drinking a lot. I was still doing a lot of cocaine. Wasn't like doing any like uh, subscription pills or anything like that. Uh, subscription, prescription pills. <laughs> Speaking of subscription, subscribe yeah. to the channel if you haven't already. <laughs> cool. He's getting good, y'all. Um, yeah, 100%. And text Gillen Gang to 833-222-2694. Join the team. Uh, be a friend. Tell a friend, you guys. Um, so anyways, I, I just wanted the Gillen Gang to know it wasn't that long ago. My, I've, like This whole speaking thing only started two years ago. I've only been speaking professionally for two years, and I took basically all of last year off. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like yeah. I spoke almost 250 times in one year like because I was dedicated to learning yeah. something and being the best at it. And I only started business three years ago. I've only been doing this live thing or being online for three years. You know what I'm saying? Like people think that it's so they're so far away, but they're not. They just have to make, they just have to create a vision of what they want. And so the reason I want to share this memory with everybody is because I'm going to walk you through the day in the trip. Uh, it's, it's unfortunate. The reason that my ex-girlfriend, one of the reasons that she didn't trust me um, is because this is right around the time five years ago when we just started talking. Um, and I, uh, we, we were just talking, we weren't really anything. Uh, and I won this trip to this trip from Bud Light. And I could, I, I won it with me plus a friend and I could bring anybody. And so she just naturally assumed I would bring her. Now at the time, right or wrong, I kind of thought that'd be like bringing sand to the beach. And I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like you know what, bro? I don't know if you're a good fit for this trip. Oh, that's funny. So that's I a funny took, way to put it. No disrespect. <laughs> so I took my friend um, who's not a friend anymore. Um, sad. But anyways, um, took a friend at the time, a friend that I knew would fit the bill, friend that would want to do a lot of drugs, stay up all night, do a lot of drinking, and try to get down doing some stuff mm. with chicks, okay? Mm. And so, um, so I'm just, the reason I'm talking about this is because, like, listen, you guys, I've never been a bad guy, but I was always very hurt. I, I had problems with abandonment and self-worth. And so no matter how good things ever were, if, I, if they weren't being sabotaged, then I would self-sabotage them, not on purpose, but subconsciously, because I was programmed to believe that no matter how good I am or how good I do, I'll never get what I deserve, no matter what. So that's the program that's running. That's why I stayed in bad relationships, bad jobs. That's why I stayed in bad economic things. And so the reason I want to share this story real quick is because I'm like, yo, look, you guys, your life can be whatever you want, whatever you focus on. At the time, I focused on a lot of bullshit. I focused on my ex-wife cheating on me. I focused on how it was her fault. I focused on um, why, do, why do the people I love die? Why do they leave? I just lost Dustin. Um, my car was broken down. Why is, why is everything bad happened to me? I stuck in a job selling Dish Network and DirecTV, both of them at a, at a call center all day, just slinging fucking at, at a place that one day like you walk into and then all the phones are gone, like that kind of place. That, that literally happened to me at a at a you know. uh, telemarketing place. Yeah, Bro, shout out to anybody in the Gillen gang that knows um, call center life. Let me know if you know call center life. If Mine was already uh, out. Bro, you know. Yeah. And, you're, why, and you're coming to work dressed just like that. And I it's am, but this is for, I used to, I, I haven't been dressing up for a while, but I'm getting into my, like, for those that don't know, we're going to be shooting a commercial potentially, uh, at, or, or a show, I should say. Um, so I'm starting to live into like, okay, if I'm going to be that character, let me try it out. See yeah. if I get, and today, I don't know about you, bro, but I feel like I, today is my best show. Bro, yeah. today is definitely your best show. Let me tell you, you. Let me tell you what Marshall. Let me tell you when Marshall was living his best life. Okay. Let me tell you the day that Marshall was living his best life because you're like, this is the best show, dude. This is Marshall 
right here. Let's see. Am I on screen? Okay. Uh, this is my Facebook memory, guys. This is Marshall living his best life, 2015. This is five years ago, you guys. Look. Oh, it, did, it doesn't tell the time. Oh, yeah, it does. Right here. Look. Beer in hand by 656. Heading out in the bus to Catalina for Bud Lights up for whatever trip. Okay? This is me. Fucking Catalina wine mix. 656, I'm getting wasted. I'm, I'm on the way to getting <laughs> wasted. But the problem was is that I did a lot of drugs back then. Okay. I, mm. The reason I did a lot of cocaine though, dude, is because it, um, for me, it, it stopped everything. Like it, um, it, most people, it speeds them up. For me, it sped me down. It stopped my mm. mind from going to fucking gajillion places and doing all the things and all the worries and stresses. Cause at that time it's like, oh, I don't have money for this. I'm, I'm behind on that. This girl, this, and this situation. It was all these neg, everything. I mean, I, now that I know I manifested, but the only way I could escape it was to go pick up a little gram or an eight ball, you know, no. get high. And it's like, mm -hmm. okay, well, I'm present. I didn't know oh, that, that's that. what that's what my vitamins are for me. Right. That's how I feel with that. Right. And so it's like, you know, this looks cool. Like, oh yeah, but the thing, the, the reality of it is, is I was I was already taking bumps in the bathroom of that of that bus at like 6 30 in the morning. Cause like, bro, I had a problem. And so I was running from all my problems always, no acceptance, but I was always finding situations in life to blame everything else on other people. However, mm -hmm. though, the trip was a lot of fun. And this is me getting ready to leave. <laughs> For that trip, uh, I was like pretty sure at 30 years old, I'm the old, oldest person that won this trip. All right. So, dude, I'm telling you guys, I won this trip. Okay. Um, you're probably like, how did you win this trip? Okay. This trip, yes. so you guys know, <laughs> was uh, a ticket for two to a weekend at Catalina Island where the whole island was just for Bud Light. There was 200 winners. Okay. And then about 200 p uh, production people that made it happen. And the whole island was like uh, zoned off and cameras everywhere. And the whole intention of it was, is are you up for whatever? And so what, their, what Bud Light's plan was, was to fly all these people in from around the world that won the contest and to report to whatever USA, which was Catalina Island for the weekend, and let us, and let us record, be recorded. It was all free. All the Bud Light you can possibly drink, all the food you can possibly eat, free hotel rooms free everything, free shuttles. And then they just got to record us. Now, the whole thing was that they tried to literally blow our fucking mind at every set, every single moment. Every moment was something new. Like Flo Rider jumps out and there's a concert on the street. Okay. Oh, hell no. Cold <laughs> Snoop Dogg's there fucking doing stuff. You, you, you cross the corner and there's like a whole bunch of red stuff, yellow stuff, blue stuff, um, purple stuff, like banana suits. Or like, at, like these things that we put on and then we all like took off on these runs and we all met in the middle. We're fucking like. And you were uh, just like, a, at the time you were just like what, um, bartending or just, yeah, being, just like bartending. an average. Just, yeah. Just like, bartending. Wow. <laughs> Bro. So I, so I won that ticket. It was like a $3,000 ticket. I had to claim like three grand on my taxes, but it was fucking awesome. So this is the thing though, bro. So I was at a bar cause I lived in San Diego. So I was at a bar on St. Patrick's day earlier that year, 2015. What is today? May. So it'd be like a couple months ago, mm -hmm. right? So a couple months ago in 2015, it's St. Patrick's Day. I'm at a bar in San Diego. And Bud Light is at that time was touring major cities with this well, with an iPad. And they were asking people random questions on film. And then whoever had the best answers, they those were people that were picked. And so we get to this bar and Bud Light is, hey, do you want a free uh, cup of Bud Light uh, to answer a question on camera? with the potential to win a trip to whatever USA. I wasn't going to do it. I thought I was probably blowing lines in the bathroom at the time. 
like St. Patrick's Day? I'm sure I was. <laughs> so like, so like, all my friends do it. I'm not wanting to talk to anybody, but they're like, Marshall, come get a free Bud Light. I'm like, all right, fuck it. So I sit down, okay? I have they, all the questions are different. They, you know, and this is just me. I have no idea what's gonna happen. So I'm sitting down, and they go, all right. Uh, what's your name? I'm like, hey, my name is Marshall. And they're like, Marshall, if you want a trip to whatever USA, who are the two friends you would pick to bring? And without missing a beat, like without missing a beat, I was like, I would bring my two good friends, Saint and Patrick. <laughs> Hell no. Hell yeah, bro. I was like, I was That's like, so fucking funny. I was a little wasty. I was Patrick's wasted at that time. And um, I was all wasty pants. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'll bring my two good friends, Patrick. Or, I mean, uh, Patrick and Swayze. Saint and Patrick. <laughs> and um, yeah, it won, me a, it won me a trip to- Shout Boston, out to Patrick Swayze. Whatever, uh, USA. But let, like, hold on a second. Let me see this. Um, this is me at the freaking ferry getting ready to go on the bus ride over. The Blackhawks had just won the championship. So I'm definitely repping mm. out Blackhawks. Good year. <laughs> um, oh, this is, okay. So check this out. This is the bracelet system, bro. Can you guys hear this? One for entry okay. and one to remember where my hotel's at in case I get too drunk. I can just go. <laughs> Hold on a second. One for breakfast, one for beer, one for entry, and one to remember where my hotel's at in case I get too drunk. Which happened? Which happened? That's why they give you the hit and wristbands. You had to have a wristband to get into a certain place to get breakfast, but they also had a wristband to remember which hotel you were at. And so there was a, pretty much all the nights where I had to just get in the right thing. And I was like, to the driver, I'm like, yeah, you guys, <laughs> your life can change really quick. Like that's, very fast. That's the whole point. Let's see if there's right. here. five years. Add, add me on Snapchat to follow my, yeah, that double O sexy. That used to be my name. I'm Snapchat. <laughs> double O sexy. Oh, this is, uh, oh yeah, this is my buddy and I, this is us arriving. Upper tour. Oh my God. <laughs> on a straight fucking. Panama-style bus. <laughs> 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 Bro, you guys. I wish I would have taken more videos on, on vacations in the past. I, I'm From this point forward, I'm definitely going to be capturing mem memories. <laughs> 100%. Point being, did you see how fucking wasted? We were right. so high already. It was like 8 o'clock in the morning. My friend's like... <laughs> Well, they did say it was a, a, a party all week. This is the deal. This is the deal. Ooh. Looking back on that experience, it was fun. Um, I didn't get to do any stuff with any girls because I was too busy feeding my addictions, uh, escaping life. Mm. And so it's like, yeah, whatever your addiction is. At the time, mine was cocaine. And so it's like, I wanted to have a good time. I wanted to do stuff with, with girls. I wanted to do all this stuff, but we didn't do anything. We were drunk the whole time. But we were just looking for a next place to take a bump or another bathroom to get, like do it. And then the, the, we ran out like the, the day before we were leaving and we were just all like, like, oh, like this is fucking lame. Like, what should we do now? Like, you know what I mean? And so yeah. it's like, I, I share this story because I'm like, it doesn't matter if it's white privilege or racism or cocaine or domestic abuse or food or whatever. Insert here. Like where your focus goes, energy flows. And so it's like, you can change your life depending on what you focus on. Is cocaine mm. a problem? Is drug abuse a problem? Yeah, it is. Just choose not to have it be a problem for me anymore. In my personal opinion and from my experience, like, I mean, I, I don't know if you could put a percentage on it, but I mean, I would think it's a very high percentage of people have an addiction in some shape or form. Like, 
food, like you, like you touched on food is pop is an addiction. Like, like these are addictions. Like, yeah, it might not be pop, pop, soda pop. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like that, I mean, yeah, it's not as significant or, or like not as big of a problem, so to speak, depending on how you look at it as drugs would be, but it's the same neurons and the same right. like neuroplasticity going on with these right. events. 100%. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I wish that people, I'm not telling people that, that not to, not to care. I think you should care, right. but I think that you should try to focus. No, I would invite you to focus on taking control of what you can control. I cannot control the fact that that asshole cop murdered George Floyd. I can't take control of the fact that cops are assholes. Guess what? Cops aren't just assholes to black people. Cops are kind of assholes to everybody. But also, guess what? If you meet a cop, and we talked about this on that episode the other day, when I didn't even show the cop video about me and I wasn't even meaning to show it, like they're going to meet you usually how, how you meet them. And that's anybody in life. Wow, yeah. Nobody wants to be criticized. Nobody wants to be yelled at. Nobody wants to be told they're wrong. Nobody wants to be told they're stupid. Nobody wants to hear they're not good enough. Like nobody wants to hear that. So why in the fuck do you think just because you're right, that gives you the permission to try to, uh, to, to disqualify how somebody else feels? It doesn't. And you, yeah. you're up in arms about it, but what you're doing is what they're doing to you. It's the same shit. You're, you're literally just creating external reality of the internal emotions and feelings you have. Like, you guys, this is not rocket science. We talk about it all the time. Yeah, there's bad shit happening out there that's mm. terrible, but I can't change that. You know what the fuck I can change is me. I can wake up every day and I can try to impact people every day doing the best I can. And then I can learn new skills. And if those skills allow me to learn how to amplify what it is that I want to create in the world, then I can make an even better place. I just showed you guys. I did, I literally just showed you guys like five years ago, I'm blowing lines in fucking bathrooms, hating life, escaping from everything. Right. I should have been having time in my life. I was one of like, I, they did that twice. So maybe I was like one of a thousand people basically ever in the world of the history of the ever that got to attend a whatever USA uh, during that commercial like ploy. And then it ran its course and they moved on to something else. Like, but I wasted it. I fuck, I don't, I mean, I remember it, bro. But like, I wasn't even there. I was just doing a bunch of fucking coke, dude. Like, you know uh -huh. what I mean? And my, mm -hmm. basically all of my 20s was like that. I got to do all of these amazing things that I wasn't even there for because I was fucking coked out of my mind always because I hated myself. I down-regulated and shut off my emotion because everything in my life had first was like, I'm not good enough, then into addiction, then to kill myself, then to numb it. Oh, because you numbed it, your best friend died. Fuck, I got to numb it more, more, more. Like, it, the cocaine is just a fucking like, insert whatever you're, whatever you are. And right now, if you're, if you've been using COVID as the excuse or the mask, if you've been using Trump, if you've been using the election, if you use George Floyd or Tavon Martin, or like, yes, those things exist, I'm not disqualifying. I'm not discounting that. I'm not trying to say that those feelings don't matter. What I'm saying is, do they really matter to you in a point where you can create a useful and resourceful energy? And the answer is fucking probably not. And that doesn't make you a bad person doesn't make you a bad person. What makes you a bad person, that, that, that's not true. Nothing makes you a bad person. You're not good or bad. You're just experiencing mm -hmm. life. But what gives you dissatisfaction, what makes you feel rotten, and what makes you have unresourceful thoughts and, uh, and actions is when you root into those emotions instead of healing them. I, 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 I then went into a five-year relationship 
where every day forever, she knew that I could have picked her and I didn't. And I lied to her about it right from the beginning. I said, oh yeah, I could only take one person. And she's like, I don't think that's true. Social media wasn't as prevalent. So it wasn't like you could really see who I was and who I was with. But mm -hmm. she's like, wait, your friend from San Diego is there. I was like, oh yeah, he won too. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so yeah, it's easy, it's, it's easy for me at the end to sit here and point fingers at her for the way that it was. But I had I had planted those seeds, and the like, foundation was based off a lie from I the beginning. Get, but yeah. same thing for her. She yeah. broke up, she broke up my engagement, and she knows it, and she oh, weaved wow. her way in there, and she knows she did, and I and I fell for it because I wasn't happy in that last relationship because of mm. all the limitations, like you know. And so for her thing from the beginning is that like she always felt like she was homewrecker, what she fucking did. But I, I did like her, and we did have more of a connection. But you know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I looked mm -hmm. at it like it was a lie. Like, oh, I don't respect you enough to actually tell you that I'm addicted to cocaine and I need help. So I'm going to lie to you and I'm going to go to whatever USA with uh, my friend. Like, wow. life is whatever you make it. You guys, you guys are all using addictions and excuses for something. Like, straight up, I'm sorry. I, I talk about this all the time, Kyle. You get what you deserve in life. I firmly mm -hmm. believe that. And that upsets a lot of people. Like, they don't like to hear that. But you get what you deserve in reality. Yeah, but you can. I I personally believe you can change it too. All you're not. You don't have That's to why be you destined for that. Yeah, yeah. You you can if you're getting shitty things. Which from my experience, I keep saying that. But I've been in the times where I was getting. I used to. I slept in my car at one point. And when people hear me say that, that personally know me, and they're like, "Oh, what? Like nobody in your family? What? Like I had places to go. Just at the time in my head, I didn't want to put my negativity and my like lack of being able to get my shit together on other people. So yeah. I would just be like, Oh, I got it. Or like, Oh yeah, I'm staying over here. Yeah. Like, and I go sleep in my car, but I've slept yeah. in the car. Like I've had to, I've had to, I've slept, I've had to sleep on the streets. Like I've literally been homeless numbers of times. Like, but that, but again, white privilege. I, I really, I'll tell you what, <laughs> when, when you're homeless, people treat you different. I'll tell you that much. How many of you white people are black? How many black people are going out helping homeless people on the streets? How many Mexican people, how many white, well, who gives a fuck? Like we're all human beings. Mm. Like we could selectively find any narrative to make anybody look bad or good. I can make any race look bad or good. I can make any person look bad or good. You know why? Because of um, language. And you know you could take You could take certain clips from this show to, today to make, to paint us either bad or good. Like, sir, like it 100%. can be, it can be whatever, and, like literally any situation. I'm telling you, dude. But these are the kind of conversations we need to be having, you know? Straight okay. Hey, word. I don't want to break news. Uh, I think other people's news, but word on the street is is there's a couple people in the Gillen gang working on getting their own show together. It's true. This is a big show. Hey, you guys, check it out. Uh, this has been fun. I really like doing this. If you guys like the show, make sure you guys are giving it a share or uh, sharing the link with somebody. Let's start more conversations. We want to help more people. Uh, if you think that last story is a very transparent of uh, like, hey, this is who I've been. This is where I'm going. Like share that with somebody. Maybe, maybe you needed to hear that story. Um, I will say this though, bro, uh, this whole thing about live video, I totally, um, totally and utterly, uh, locked into, I was uh, a bartender at a bar downtown San Diego for uh, five years. Um, and, um, when we reopened, uh, from a remodel, uh, we, it was a whole new staff, whole new me. And, um, we were just advertising on, on TV at the time. Our ownership was like advertising on TV, but we had to do live video and nobody was like, nobody that worked there wanted to do live video that no, like on the news, you know? And so they come and they ask me and I'd never thought about doing live video in my life. I never thought about being on TV and they're like, um, 
they're like, uh, yo, bro, Marshall, do you want to do this? Do you want to go do this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. They're like, it's live. And I'm like, okay. They're like, aren't you scared about messing up? I'm like, I don't, I'm not scared about messing up uh, in real life. So I and so that's the thing. And so I just wanted to make the space real quick. We're at the top of the, uh, we're in the first hour. We're going to take a real quick break right now, guys. We're going to jump into about a three minute break. I have to uh, go use the, use the bathroom again. I drink Same, please. I've already, <laughs> I've already uh, been working out. But what I wanted to share with you guys is that everything can change. And when I lucked into this, I'm going to share with you guys a clip during this commercial break. It's literally the first time I was on TV. It's the first three minutes I was on live TV. So you guys get a chance to see me live right now. Damn, I'm going to have to go back through and watch this. Yeah, you have later. to go back and watch it. But um, you guys got to stay, stay tuned to this. And uh, this is what gave me purpose and drive. This is what, when I left this episode, because I went on to shoot multiple live video for multiple news segments after this, what drove me and gave me purpose to turn from addiction and to start to get into myself was I found purpose through the expression of storytelling via the medium of video. And so like, if you guys are into that kind of thing, you definitely should subscribe to the show, but watch this video and uh, let's chat on the second half of the hour. You guys, we have a big show. We're going to talk about getting rid of censorship, making it illegal. And then halfway through the hour, we're going to bring our friend of the show on her birthday. So stick around so we can sing her happy birthday. Evelyn Gonzalez is going to join us talking about empowerment and empowering action, even when you're scared of failing. I don't know if anybody else can use that. Go. Then we're going to interview Kyle. 10 things, the 10 things that uh, I wish you, you, uh, you wish you knew when you were younger. I also mm -hmm. kind of like watching Kyle dance. If you guys listen to my podcast, you can't see it, but Kyle's doing the potty dance right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I started to give it attention that I'm going to the bathroom and now. Oh, I that's answer. why. Oh, yeah. you need to let it flow? Yeah. I'm about to. Okay, let it go. <laughs> Mega Mouse, back to you. I'm already looking for a fart grizzly because this food looks amazing. Be our guest is back this week. You can get a $50 gift certificate for only 25 bucks. Is at the Quad Ale House with us this morning. Marshall Gillen, he's the uh, assistant, general manager assistant general manager of the Quad Ale House in Shannon. Burek, lead bartender, and also the manager. Good morning to both of you, and thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. I'm ready. I shall control myself over Absolutely. the next few minutes. Good luck. So we <laughs> we Good luck. can tell our friends at home all about your place. For those that may um, not know or have never been there, where exactly are you located? So we're located on 5th and E Street as an Edward downtown, kitty corner from the melting pot, which seems to be a place that everybody kind of knows. Yeah. Okay. So we're right in the area. There's uh, upstairs on the third floor. You can find Quad Ale House, all of our beers, cocktails, all of our food. And then like, the kind of food that you guys serve there. So we're really taking a traditional take on barbecue, but kind of putting a little Southern California mm. twist on it. So we've done your classic slow cooked meats. You see, we've slow cooked our smoked our wings, as well as then we add some of the fresh greens, the fresh vegetables, avocado, all the things that the healthy California people love, but still that little hint of badness. Okay, Shannon, I want you to get started on your um, drink because I hear it's pretty fabulous and amazing. Speaking of drinks, before we get back to the food, um, you have a beer study hall. What is that? It's true. So what we've done is we've taken that kind of fun, like relaxed atmosphere, and we just turned it into a place where you can come and learn all about beer wow. uh, and a whiskey focus. So we've got a whole range of all kinds of beer. Okay, let's talk about some of this food that you have in Absolutely. specific. Those are probably by far the largest potato wedges I have ever seen. What are those? Those carbs. And so those are our wedges. They come as a side uh, for all of our burgers and sandwiches. You can also do them filthy with uh, slow cooked pork on them covered in cheese. Uh, we mm. even have a special spicy sauce that we can put on for you as well. Okay. These onion rings are nice and thick. The onion like rings are great. They're breaded in-house and they're cooked perfect. Sometimes you get gross with onion rings. They're kind of hard. Mm, yeah, yeah, ours yeah. are always perfect. And they pair, pair well with all of our sandwiches. 
And this is our feature $5 burger coming up for Burger Week this week. $5 for that? $5 for that. How does anybody yeah, fit that white, into their mouth? Yeah, it's a white barbecue burger. Mm -hmm. well, I could show you, but I'm not sure if it's good for morning. I might turn people <laughs> off. Have you seen what we do on the morning show? <laughs> Everything's good for the morning. All right. Um, and you have some yummy desserts, too? I do. So the Snickers bar is made in-house. It pairs well with a lot of our stuff. You see a classic old-fashioned, which is a most popular drink, probably, as well as some of our sours and our nitro milk stouts. And then we're also doing a really cool concept. We're doing a take on a beer-inspired cocktail. So we've taken the hints and aroma of mm. beer, and we've made a cocktail out of it. Is that what this is, That Shannon? is what that yeah, is right there. Summer Saison. Summer Saison. What did you put in that? So we used a bullet rye. We used a pinch of cloves. Lactose, lemon juice, a lot of good stuff in there. <laughs> a lot of where did I get dry? It's like a beer. Yeah. I, I take, I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. Okay, um, so you specialize in the beer and the whiskey. You got all of the food and that fabulous cheese board. I mean, everything looks great. It's so pretty to the eye. And we really have everything for everybody. Whether you're doing an event, planning a birthday party, or just stopping down in the gas lamp, it doesn't matter if you're hungry for something light or something hearty. We have it all. Okay. From whiskey to beer to everything. I want to tell you, because I know you want to know how you can get one of these, right? I should put the fork down and stop pointing. Bro, I'm telling you what, I, I, I got to say, I got to say, for somebody like me that trains speakers and trains people how to storytell and literally trains people how to use language as like as a to monetize their business or their brand. Um, looking back on that, I had I had zero idea what I was doing. Um, I didn't know what I was going to be doing. I just showed up, and I just that was all completely off the cuff, and I'd never done it before. Um, I was pretty good, bro. I got bro. I, I was. That it's, was it's funny you mentioned that. Yeah, like you, it's almost like like you just got thrown into the fire of like, hey, you're an actor, so to speak, on live television. Like, fucking make it work. And bro, you're just God, like, God knew. Okay. God knew. <laughs> Well, so the thing of it was is that so about a week before I was on NBC, but it wasn't a live segment. It was just a recorded segment. Mm. And so um, it was fun. We got into the studio and this guy was like uh, this, like, you know, he was a newscaster, was like, oh, be bopping around. He came in with his shit and I was just jiving with them. And uh, the segment was really, really cool. It went well. I was very short and I didn't I didn't really uh, I I felt like it went a lot better than it looked like it did. Because I felt <laughs> like it lasted longer than it actually did. That's definitely what she said. <laughs> and, um, um, can't so, help yeah, yourself can you I can't help myself and so um uh so that was the first i got a little taste of it i was like "Ooh, that was fun i wonder what it'd be like to be on tv it's crazy that it took me almost five years to actually arrive here on this show hmm. you know i mean this is the thing that's crazy though bros i don't think that people realize like i'm at i'm at work right now okay you guys i woke up Thanks. when i wanted to today okay i went and did all the myself morning things i uh worked out I barely made it in time uh, to get in here from my workout. I was literally going to go, I was going live in my gym clothes. I had my, my, my uh, cutoff shirt on and then fucking Kyle gets on with a tie on. Okay. So listen, look, Gillen gang, I'm in my gym shorts. Look, I still, I got gym shorts. On. That's funny. Hey, okay. I, I'm okay. in shorts too. I'm, I'm, this is the new business casual. Okay. Okay. Hashtag business casual. Hey, check this out. You guys, the reason I'm telling you this is because like, I know it seems foreign to some of you guys, but I'm literally at work right now. Okay. I'm at work. And he goes, well, how, how are you at work, Marshall? How are you at work? I'm at work because, uh, this, 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 this is what I do every day. This, like this video that we make this live content we make every day. This is, this is what we do. And so every day, if we're making content, you guys, and we have some attention, 
from that attention, we just have to give you guys great, engaging, valuable, entertaining content. And some of you guys will love that content and you'll tune in regularly. And the more that you tune in regularly, the more you'll know, like, and trust us. And the more you know, like, and trust us, the more you're going to want to do something with us, not stuff. Although I'm single, if you're a single eligible lady, uh, and Kyle's single too, we are open same. Uh, for same, business. Same. Not necessarily in our loins, but not, not necessarily in our loins. So all kinds of things. I'm just trying to be an adult. We'll see. We'll see how we vibe when we talk. We're not looking to hook up with anything. No. 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 But potentially. No groupies. Maybe. If she's missing right. But. Not yeah. sexually. This is not doing that kind of stuff. No. No. Not like that. No. We're not those kind of not guys. Not like that. But we are having conversations that, um, you know, that uh, people want to have. And it's interesting that when we talk about having conversations that people want to have, because recently on social media, people haven't necessarily been able to have the conversations uh, they want to mm -hmm. have. Um, you don't say because 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 they might like I don't know get like tore down by like family members or friends. Well, and... dude, censorship. Oh, oh, okay, well, that side of things. See where I was going with that? Mm, okay. So, so now I'm with you. Yeah, and we're fine. Man, but... we're on the street. Is something was just signed. And order yeah. is that what we're getting into here? Yeah, yeah, that's what we're going to mm. talk about. Okay. Is, um, there was a new executive order signed uh, by Donald Trump yesterday um, that basically made it illegal uh, for social media platforms to censor uh, content, like for all intents and purposes. In effect, immediately. In effect, immediately. Ooh. And so um, it was interesting because it's like the, uh, Twitter censored the president the other day. They deleted one of his tweets. <laughs> so I'm like, it's funny, but it, I mean, it is kind of funny though. Yeah, yeah, I don't mean to laugh at it, but. He was like, oh yeah? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Now now but, I understand the, head, the headline yeah. I saw. But it's good though. I mean, I don't know. Gilling Gang, if you guys are watching this live, let us know in the comments below. Like, what do you guys think? Like, is this good for social? Is this good or not? Like, what do you think? I mean, literally, Kyle, like, what do you think? Do you think there should, should be censorship on social media or not? The, so from what I read, because I did read the executive order, um, I glanced through it, honestly, uh, a lot of too much of that language. I'm like, OK, I don't like I don't know. I just get turned off by it. But from what I did read, it does make a good point about it. Um, censorship is like infringing on the free speech. That, but so I personally believe that censorship should not be happening to the degree that it is now maybe uh, maybe a little see then you get into the perspectives and it's like okay maybe a little right. censorship okay so then it's like it's all kind of like ticky tacky stuff so i believe this order in particular is is essentially a good thing i think it's going to do much more good than it would bad yeah dude i think i mean i think you're absolutely right you know and we talked about this um just the other day and what we talked about was that in this day and age, it just seems that there's the, the, the average person online is more like you and I than not. And if for some reason it still has a signal like, oh, there's, yeah, there's terrible trolls online. And maybe I am being a little naive. Maybe it's a little naive to say there's more than not. But I do think that we're in a new age where we see people who are uh, reporting news, opinions, and it's, it's, they know that people are smart. And they know that people's bullshit meters are high. And so I think that by and large, that people aren't necessarily going to be spreading a bunch of fake news. And so what mm. the mainstream media, which is actually fake news, labels as conspiracy theorists, are really just everyday people like you and I who've actually fucking done the research, who have dove in and been like, wait a second, this shit doesn't add up. You know, this doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this just in, 
our whole life might uh, be programmed. Maybe. Right. 100%. 100%. And that's what, that's what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? It's just like, um, I just, I just think that, uh, uh, when you look at the body, and again, I, I, I know this, yeah, I come off as like a pro Trump show. I'm not trying. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's, it is actions, what it is. Some of the actions that he's taken have been like, you know, you look at these things and it's like, I talked about briefly yesterday is that the problem with the, the, the government seems to be that they give equal weight to corporations as to do citizens. Corporations aren't citizens. It's not the same thing. Mm. We see a lot of corruption in that. And what we see is Donald Trump, which sounds people like that. Well, he's a billionaire. Yeah, I know he's a billionaire, but do you actually see the actions he's taken? The actions he's actually taken is trying to dismantle how big government works because he doesn't feel it's actually fair to the people. Okay. And so when you look at these actions he's taken, like like we talked about the other day, yesterday, take, uh, taking control of the Federal Reserve, that's actually good for America. That's really good. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm -hmm. It's good that it's not a private company owned by British billionaires. Like that's good, right? And they made it. They made the narrative that it was like, oh, he took control for a reason. Like, and that's Trump's drunk with power, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like um, uh, same thing with the social media ban. And so it's like it's interesting to see what social, uh, what um, how the media is framing it now because it's like, like, oh, Trump gets banned, and now you know, like, whatever. And that, yeah. So, oh, I'll, I'll show you Twitter. I'll go write an executive order just for myself. Like, no, which yes like, and no, which yes and yeah, no. Yes and no. Like if somebody yeah. fucked with your kid, your, your little, your little boy, like you'd want to fuck with that parent back. Mm. Like you're, you know, mm. we're, we're, we all act like it's a big deal until it's us. Like it's all good until wow. you yeah. on the driver's seat. Like I'm not for, I'm not saying abortion's good or bad, but it's like, yeah, it's all good until your daughter's raped. You're like, you know what I mean? And so wow. it's like, I'm not saying I'm not smart enough to decide these things, but it's like, unless we have the platforms available to us where we can actually have these discussions, how will any of us become smart enough to have these conversations? Like the media treats us like mushrooms, right? Keeps us in the dark and feeds us shit. And that's, they do that because they want to keep us sick and scared. They want to keep us, wow. they want to keep us dependent on the tea. Like it, that's how they make money. You know what I mean? And so it's like, man, mm. I don't really know if I believe the narratives are being fed. It's interesting. The George Floyd thing is, you know, we talked about yesterday, like the, the white couple that was jumped by black people, um, taken to a house, raped, tortured, and then burned. Like, you know what I mean? Like there, there's a narrative that fits everything. Yeah. And, um, they can yeah. spend it any way they want in it. And it's like, yeah, like you said, we're not claiming to be right or wrong. We're not claiming to be the experts. We're just claiming to feel into and, and we align with, hey, this might not be what we think it is. There yeah. might be more out there. There might like there. Like, let's start asking questions and um, and having these conversations, which is what we're doing right now. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. So, what uh, what are we gonna do? We need to make you a show. Since YouTube's not gonna be censored, what should we do? Mm, I was actually brainstorming about this a little bit yesterday. I'm thinking I'm doing um, I'm gonna do some kind of night show. Oh, um, uh, we should. We definitely need a night, like a live show. Yeah, um, yeah, like a live night show. Oh, just like a, what? What are we talking about? No, yeah, I, I I didn't do too much brainstorming. I'm I'm not gonna lie, bro. I was feeling drained yesterday. Oh, me um, too, bro. I did a um a couple like calls. I did some work after. I, I'm still doing some other things like within real estate and stuff like that. So I have other work that I do work. It's like I know that I'm setting myself up, so it's not like that kind of work. But um anyway, I was just feeling drained. So um I did, but I did a little brainstorming. I was just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do some kind of night show. It's gonna be like it would for Eastern time at about. 10 30 11 o'clock maybe maybe even 12 because yeah. i do go to bed late um and uh it would be perfect timing for people on the west coast Dude, and i'm just kyle's thinking like that line, man let's say it again kyle's help hotline 
Ooh. What you should do is you should, I love that because you get to, like, I was, a little burner number. They have an app that's like a little that like I think it's called burner. Um, it's like a burner number. Uh, it's not really a burner number, but I guess it could be. But it's like, is it's, it like just like an like an app. an app on your phone that you and can, it gives you a burner number, and so it yeah. number up on the screen, and they dial in, and it filters through into your number. So so you're not giving. Yeah, we have similar stuff, like the same stuff for uh, real estate numbers, like that you see on bandit signs. Well, so yeah. you go you you go live at like um so ten eleven yeah. So like, um, I mean, midnight at the latest, but like, okay, so like yeah. 11 to 1130, maybe, yeah, maybe 11, like, 11 to 12, maybe 11. Yeah. Um, and just, uh, we'll start promoting it, dude. We'll launch it in like in a, like a week or so. And, um, it can be a cow's help hotline. And for people that want, like are up late because of insomnia, because of, uh, depression, because of things that are like, they're mm -hmm. fucking like struggling with. Wow. Yeah. Bro. And then we use this platform to drive people to that. And you want to talk about actually helping people like. You know what I mean? And so part of what we, uh, and then there, there you go. Like part of what we do here again, you guys, we're not just giving you guys content. We're literally building a seven figure brand right here in front of your eyes. So I want to tune in and listen to this every day. Like, Great facts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's go. Right. Um, but, uh, we, we use this as the hub for everything. And so that, that show becomes a sponsor of this show and with ad spend going behind these, uh, these videos every day, it's just like, okay, cool. Like you're giving back people go, well, I don't know how to make money and and how to um, help people. Well, I'll tell you guys how to help people. Start a show, like just like this, simple. Right, right. just like, like I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't wanna, talk, I'm not talking down on myself, but it's like, I'm nobody, so to speak, like just hopping on here, like talking, I'm a normal guy. Like I'm just, we're just yeah. norm, like normal people. So I hate the word normal, but you know yeah. what I mean? We're just- Help hotline, that's good, dude. And so like- I like that. You'll have to outline what it is that you, that you specialize in, but like there's a lot of, there's a lot of space. Like, I mean, you're, you're for all intents and purposes like a human potential coach, basically a life coach to be certain. And um, that could be cool, man. A live life coach, live life coaching, like uh, however it means days a week you want to do it. Um, it'd be a big commitment. But if you wanted to get into it, dude, like you could. <gasps> oh, that's why we have to get my YouTube, the YouTube channel to a thousand. And so, so you can log into my YouTube and go live from the platform. Wow. See what I'm saying? Because the yeah. content that's exclusive to YouTube, to Marshall TV. Wow. Um, you're more than welcome to build your own channel too, but I mean, you might. No, that's a, no, that sounds, because I, I told you, uh, what was it like maybe about six weeks ago, maybe two months ago about um, doing that kind, that's kind of like what I would build, like after I get my stuff set up and stuff, and I'm starting to like, okay, now what? Um, I would start to build a platform and have like multiples and like that's the same kind of thing yeah. I was already working towards. So now yeah. I'm like, oh no, it's it makes much more sense to team up, do it with my best friend. Isn't that dope? That's so dope, bro. We're just a couple guys doing cool things, and that's what I'm trying to get at. It's like, guys, I I, I know that we talk about a lot of things on the show, but for those of you who love the show, I'm telling you, it's so easy to do this. You mm -hmm. literally just have to learn how to get paid to speak. And so I always say that, like in quotations, like, hey, get paid to speak, even if you're not famous, even if you've never done it before. All you got to do is believe in yourself and get started. That's what I teach at Top Paid Speaker. So if you guys haven't gone and grabbed the Top Paid Speaker course yet, go do that. I'm teaching you how to make please, money. Please. Teach you how to, teach you how to make money. It's not just it, – it, you don't even have to use that information to go be a public speaker. Yeah, 100%. It's not about it's, that. It's about it's how about, do you to do these things. Yes. I'm at work right now. Working. What are we talking about? What? Why is this mm -hmm. so much harder than this, bro? It was lame. It was so hard. I was depressed and addicted. I was overwhelmed and anxious. 
I hated myself. I didn't think I was very good. Wasn't having any fun. Didn't have any money. I didn't have any friends. Like life was awful. Awful. And I felt that same. I felt those same exact emotions. And now that I am where I am at, reflecting back, I actually realized I had so many loving people around me the whole time. Right. But I was so focused on the bad, the bad, and create. I created a mental hell in my own head. And now I'm looking back. I'm like, oh shit! You had so much love. For instance, I was studying abroad in Mexico. Argued with my girlfriend the entire time. Um, gosh, you talk about wasted experiences. Woo! Hundred percent. Um, but I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh! Every single person on that trip was trying to like. You still there? Yeah. One sec. Whoo! Every single person on that trip was trying to pour love into me and like, oh, no, leave your phone in the room. Come out. All that stuff. Yeah. Damn. And um, wow, I haven't gone back and healed this moment yet. So I guess we're doing it on live television. Let's do it. <laughs> um. So yeah, so from what I know from personal experience, I, I know that you can create heaven and hell on this planet. And um, sim like literally simply by your attention on negative or positive, I, ha I could have focused on all the love around me and had a great experience and had a great trip. I look back at the journal because the professor that led the trip um, talked about the importance of journaling a trip like that so you can go back and um like just read through the moments and like it, it helps you feel those emotions better because you um should be having good experiences uh but i look back to my journal and it's all like oh i argued with my girlfriend today blah 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 blah, blah. like nothing like yeah it wasn't like oh we got to go to the the courthouse and yeah. learned about how mexico uh, they do the laws in mexico and all that stuff because even though I was in the business program, I just wanted the experience of studying abroad and it was for paralegal stuff. But I was just like, and then you I just didn't went, but, experience any of that. And then I didn't so even experience you're it. You're 28 now. So how much of your life would you say that you lived like that? And not necessarily just because, but for one circumstance or another, like how, how much of your life do you feel like you've wasted? Be honest, doing that. I honestly think I've been like this from like as far back as I can remember, like, I try to remember stuff. We talked about it the other day. Um, like you were like, what'd you do as a kid? And I was like, what the fuck did I do as a kid? Yeah. yeah. And I'm yeah. like, you're right. Sorry. That, so I was like, and I look back and I was like, I, 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 I guess it's well, fuck on live TV. We'll go through it. I, when I was nine and my parents got divorced is like as far back as I can remember. So I'm assuming talking about it now and, and, and analyzing it that, I felt I've been focused on bad ever since then. Yeah. And um, that's yeah. what led to like anger management and therapy. And yeah. and then I learned about, uh, I just recently learned that Prozac has a lot of fluoride in it. And I've been taking, Pro I took Prozac for years because yeah. that was what actually, now that I think about it, it since it calcified my pineal gland, it's, it, it is most likely what helped keep me in that, that survival mode. Like I'm, yeah. there's tons of things. I'm not blaming it on medicine. It's my fault right. for focusing on bad well, 90% yeah, of the time. 
let me ask you this then, dude, because you're, you said, you said you spent most of your life like that, like in that pain, you know, and I know that's different now. And so like legitimately for anybody that's watching or listening, like, so they know that change is possible. How do you feel now knowing that that's not you anymore? I honestly, so the same emotions you see that come out when I put myself back in those memories, um, thinking about the bad, 100%, the exact same level of energy, which it makes perfect sense for me for why now that I know like energy can't be created or destroyed, only transferred, like 100% the same exact energy level of negative emotions I feel at like a blissful level. I was telling Marshall one day, it's like, bro, I've never tripped on mushrooms or taken a psychedelic even though i've been researching them and, and i know the benefits of like microdosing right. Right. um and all that now um but i've never even taken uh, taken um that form of quote-unquote drug even though i don't consider it a drug um but from what people explain that it's like and the perceptions they have of life and events like that's how i feel and like that's just I that's the best way to explain it. Like I feel bro. like my anxiety and depression has been like ripped away. And it's like, bro, like you focus on the bad long enough, like focus on the good. Right. Change Rip, yourself right. so you can be like an amazing person to all the close people that you already have in your life and like go change the world. And that's like literally what you're watching right now. hundred <laughs> percent. And dude, yeah, that's why I'm so proud of you. And I, I love you so much, bro. Cause I, I Thank mean, you so much. it's like the day that like we've talked about before in the past. I mean, the day you called the day we got on the phone, like you were not uh, in a good space um, at all. I mean, like you, you were having some, some, some tough thoughts. Um, viewer right now, I'm going to give you just a second, bro. Viewer right now, Matt Garcia says, feel you, bro. He says he went to a very dark place when his mom passed and he didn't let anyone show him any love and he blocked it all out, friends and family over all of it, you know? He said this year he realized they were helping him too. And so I, it's important. It's like, yeah, Kyle, you know, I've cried so many times for myself. I've cried for you. Um, Matt's probably cried to him. So, I mean, you guys, this is not just a black and white problem. It's not a, 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 an economic problem. I'm telling you, this is a human being problem. As human beings, it doesn't matter what color we are, what, how much money we make. I'm telling you, I've seen, I've seen everything you guys. And we all feel these limitations in one way or another, because we're all, we're all experiencing this reality. And we're filtering that, that we're filtering those realities through a, through an old filter. That's a belief or a memory or, or a pain that makes us go like this. So we don't get hurt again. And so I pile, thank you so much for opening up and sharing, bro. Like you kidding me, Matt. Thank you, bro. Uh, dude, wow. man, thank you for sharing that with us, bro. And uh, thoughts and prayers out to you always, dude, and to anybody else that's watching that's dealing with something. Like, that's why we have these conversations. Like, <clears> you guys <throat> are not alone. No, no That's why no, Kyle's helpline's getting started. Let's go, bro. <laughs> let's go. And you guys, we don't want anything. The reason is because we, Kyle and I have both been fucked up. We're still fucked up. We're human beings. We'll probably always be some level of fucked up. Like, that's we're always, it, yeah, this, this doesn't, this, this doesn't end. It's, it's that's constant. Cool. All it's constant ups and downs all the time. And so, uh, uh, dude, what a beautiful, what a beautiful thing. And it's like, it's cool because these are the conversations we need to be having. These are the conversations that we don't want to be censored. And so, um, whether you hate them, love them or not, uh, shout out to uh, the president. Um, I mean, he is the president of this great country. I know we have some problems in the country, but it's still our country. It's like when your house is fighting, you know, it's like when you're fighting with somebody in your house, but then you guys go out in, you guys go out. Um, out in public, and then somebody says something about them. You're like, "What the fuck did you say about them?" You know? <laughs> right? You, you get, get you get a screaming match with yeah. your sister or your brother, and then yeah. you walk outside, and it's like, 
Yeah, ready to go to war for your people. Something. Yeah, but then you get back inside and you're like, why are you gonna be so fucking stupid? Why do you gotta make me? <laughs> Anyways, um, that's just uh, the president's the president, and so it's cool. Uh, I, I'm very blessed, and I do uh, again the privilege. Yeah, it is a fucking privilege to be born an American. Mm. Right, ask for it. I'm grateful as all get out could yeah. possibly be for it. Highly aware of it, but I'm not gonna buy. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like fucking get. Oh, it's a like. I was born American. I'm not gonna apologize. Right. I've spent I've spent years while I've been in that I've while I was in that state of mind, I apologize for everything. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so and it's like, yeah, it's like I'm still sorry. Yeah. And I feel I feel those emotions and all that for others, but it's just like I can't like we said, dude, I can't give my attention to it anymore. We have to collectively move our attention to something. It's all else. about it's all about how you show up in life. And so we're gonna take a quick commercial break right now. We're gonna take about a three-minute break, you guys. When we come back with the last half of the show. We're going to be asking Kyle, interviewing Kyle. Uh, we're going to be asking him, what, what are the top 10 things you wish that you knew when you were young? Uh, we already know that epigenetics is probably on the list. So if you guys like the idea that thoughts become things, that you guys can heal your body with thoughts, uh, it might sound woo-woo, but uh, I have a feeling that we're going to get into the science of lightweight on it uh, when Kyle reveals the top 10 things that he wishes he knew when he was younger. But before we get to Kyle, you guys, when we come back for the commercial break, we do have a special, special guest. Not only that, the birthday guest. Big Ooh, birthday, Evelyn. Let's go. Oh, I'm telling you guys, big friends of the is, show. One thing, a big friend of the show. One thing big is, friend, yeah. you guys haven't had a bright day yet. You're about to, because she is a dancing machine. She's amazing. Ball of joy. A ball of joy. We love Evelyn, and uh, you're gonna love her too. So stay tuned, you guys. Hang tight. Go grab a coffee. Go grab uh, some water. Uh, go take a, a hike to the bathroom uh, or some vitamins if you need. We will be back with the Marshall Gillen Show on the turn of the hour. I don't know why you're listening, but I swear to God, I'm so grateful that you guys are. Um, it's just amazing. This is allegedly the number one show on the internet. We'll see you guys. Allegedly. All right. So this video, I just want to share real quick about respecting your strengths and your boundaries. Because if you're a professional, if you're a coach, a speaker, some sort of an expert, the higher you continue to rise, the higher you continue to go, the more people are going to reach out and want your time. Have you ever experienced that before? Because what I started to experience, the more popular I started to get, the bigger my brand started to get, was that I realized that that amount of attention was bringing a lot of people to me, which I'm so incredibly humbled and grateful for, especially in the beginning when you're just trying to get your name out there. Now, here's the thing though, you guys, as you continue to progress, and here's the caveat, if and only if you are the type of man or woman who is investing your time, money, and or energy, into getting better every single day, into mastering your craft, that's the caveat. But if you're that man or girl like I am, then you've worked very, very hard to get to the point that you're at. And so one of the things I see that keeps people broke and keeps people unhappy and keeps people from reaching their goals is that they give their time to energy vampires. They give their time to people who don't respect what they've been through. They don't respect the investments they've made in themselves. And so what happens a lot is people hit you up on Instagram, on Facebook, you know, and they're sending these messages. Yo, I'd love to connect. I'd love to talk. I'd, I'd love to come and do this. Well, that's great. But those are the same people that are just going to kick tires. They don't really want to make an investment in you. They don't really care about what you're selling. They don't really care about your solution. They just want to come and be heard because they're too scared to invest in themselves. And so I see a lot of entrepreneurs in the very beginning stages where they're wasting so much time on calls, wasting so much time on meetings with people who don't respect them and who don't plan on any money and or energy into them and so what happens when we show up and we do this as entrepreneurs it's basically like pouring out our cup and we pour it out and we pour it out except when nobody's investing back into us time money and or energy that cup becomes empty and the more you continue to pour from the empty cup that's how burnout happens that's how you stay broke that's how you stay unhappy that's how you stay unfulfilled and so my goal of this video is that 
I just want you guys to understand that there are healthy boundaries that you can set in your life. Now, if you're like me, there's lots of like, I don't want to say high level coaches because they're not, but people have been coaching for a while, kind of getting by part-time coaches, things like this. They'll reach out to me and they'll make, they'll try to make me feel bad for being honest with them about my boundaries. Like I'm some kind of an asshole or some kind of a douchebag because I respect myself because I love myself. And so the true purpose of this video is I want you guys to understand is that you can't let other people's opinions and not just in this scenario, but any scenario affect what it is that you guys are doing, what your vision is, what the respect, the boundaries, the self-love, the acceptance, the validation you have for yourself. You can't let other people take that away from you. Wow. If I let every fucking broke loser coach make me feel bad into giving them free time and to giving them a free call and to meeting up them with for free, I wouldn't be here where I'm at today. I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have built a multiple six-figure business in the last two years after being a broke bartender, living on the 21st floor of this luxury high-rise. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't have made my clients over a million dollars combined last year. I wouldn't be traveling around the globe speaking. I wouldn't be traveling around the globe transforming people's lives. And so my number one goal for you today is I'm going to invite you to set boundaries for yourself and stop losing your time to the energy vampires because they will take and they will take and they'll take. And at first, it's going to feel a little icky to you. It'll feel a little icky for you to have to tell somebody no, but I'm telling you, Learning to say no is arguably the most powerful thing that you can learn to do. Dude, welcome back, you guys. This is the Marshall Gillen Show with Kyle Dillinger. Hey, we have a big surprise. We have a birthday guest. We're going to bring her. Her name is Evelyn. You guys, join us in a big happy birthday. For the birthday girl, Alvin Gonzalez. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. you. Thank you, thank you know you. the tone of the song, bro? You know the song, bro? <laughs> Happy birthday, birthday dear Evelyn. To me, to me, to me. Happy birthday to you. And many more. Yeah, no, sorry. I, I, I dropped the ball on that one. Hey, happy birthday, Evelyn. How Thank are you? Thank you. I'm great. I was going to start my my introduction with a little song. It's my birthday and I'll go live if I want to. Oh, come on. Live if I want to. Live if I want to. Ooh. You can go live too. Whatever happened to you. Oh. <laughs> hey, that was amazing. Come I on. Feel like, okay, so I feel like you may have some pipes on you. Well, I'm a little nervous now, but I actually do. I uh, tried out for American Idol when I was about 18. No, didn't. I did. That's oh, so cool. Fuck. I tried out for yeah. America's Got Talent. You did? Yeah. You have pipes too? No, I was oh. doing, at the time I was doing hip hop. Ah, okay. Yeah, I got to the executive producer round, but I didn't make it to the show. Nice. Seriously? Yeah. Dang, dude. We got to see your moves. Yeah. Ooh, I don't have, see, that's the thing. I don't have any, at the time I was trying to chase a quick buck. Bro, it worked. It, yeah, it, it ended up. Trust me, guys. It ended up working out perfectly. I wasn't gonna gonna like, time for that. Like, uh, Marshall Mathers, a freaking hip hop. Dance. Oh, it's funny you said that because don't you share a birthday with him? Yeah, same birthday, same name, same birthday. <laughs> hey, we're not here to talk about my birthday. We're here. Yeah, to talk my about bad. Evelyn's birthday. Evelyn, uh, we're so so lucky to have you and sharing time with us. I, I mean, especially on your birthday. I mean, what are we talking about? Thank Thankful you. you're a friend of the show. Yeah, and a friend but, of ours. But the reality is, is that uh, you're you're still working today, even on your birthday. Is that right? No, I am. I actually took an early lunch break, so you know. It worked out perfectly. I mean, we're so blessed to have you here. And it's just like, I just thought it was so important for you to come on today because you and I are friends actually in real life. And we 
uh, we're having a conversation yesterday on the phone just about taking the next step. What does that look like for Evelyn? You know, this is what Evelyn feels. This is, this is what she wants to do. But Marshall, like, I'm not sure if I should do that. And I was like, you got to come on the show. We got to have a chat about this because there's a lot of viewers. I mean, Kyle was just crying here a second ago. I don't know if you saw him, but, um, you know, like we all have a lot of things that we're scared of unhealed pain or trauma. And so I thought it was an excellent time to bring you on because you're just starting a fitness journey and you, which is you're killing it at, you're crushing it, but you're, you're doing it in a very public way. So in the, for, I want you to share with us, you know, here at the Marshall Gillen show, what, why are you deciding to share this publicly for the first time? And what kind of emotions are you feeling deciding to make this big, this big change, you know, public? Well, for me, it's, I have, in order for me to break the barriers that have always held me back for now, the first, the, the 31st, 35 years of my life, I just feel like I have a duty not only to myself, but to humanity to really show up 100% transparent mm. and vulnerable, mm. no matter who may like it, the fear of others judging me. The f I have that fear. Trust. I sometimes contemplate if I should be posting videos online, if I'm going to get any judgment, if anyone's going to say anything negative about me. I have those fears all of the time. But for a good amount of my life, I allowed those fears to conquer me, to oh, wow. give me analysis paralysis, just take no action or take action, but half half asked. It wasn't right. always 100%. So I feel like showing up to the public, showing up for my tribe, understanding Come who's on. my tribe, just, you know, seeking that, that's being in that space is detrimental to me in my life right now. It's a must. I must show up that way. It's not a should. I must. I have to. If I really want to change, if I really want to lose 100 pounds, which I will, if I really Amen. want these goals, because fitness is everything. Health is everything. Mm, preach like it. Say, Marshall, the way you do one thing is the way, thank you. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So um, it's just imperative that I show up now and I can help. We can help uplift each other because yeah. it's all about human connection. Right. If we don't have one, you know, I mean, why go through this journey alone if there's others that may be broken in the same department that mm. you're in that have to go through certain struggles, right? 100%. So, tell, I, me, I yeah. tell me, Evelyn, how, what is your experience with, um, the feedback so far, like uh, the comments, like what are your friends saying? Because I know from my personal experience, I, I was worried because of like friends and family's opinions, but what I've understood like, or not understood, what I've experienced is that I've, like you said, um, attracting the right tribe. Uh, I've noticed that the right people have come underneath and supported me on this journey of like stepping out to a new world um, because um, I'm sure uh, we have a similar situation where we're Marshall's been doing lives and videos for a while now. People are used to seeing him. Um, like my my friends list and and my following aren't used to seeing this. So it's like a whole new world. And I think you're in that same boat as me. So uh, just for the viewers watching, for anybody listening um, on a replay, uh, what would you say your experience has been for um, support and as far as positivity or negativity? That's a good question. Yeah, I think I overlooked the entire process because as soon as I really started showing up for myself and I started to just project how I really feel, how things really are. And this is just the surface. I'm just scratching the surface to my journey. I've 
receive nothing but support. I mm. have so many people that PM me, DM me. They, you know, want to speak with me. They tell me that they relate to me. They tell me I'm not alone. And it's really nice to just have people open up to me because when you open up to people, people open up to you. Come on. I feel like that's how it is. And I just, I want to live in this authentic space. And I just really mm. feel that energy that other people are going through exactly what right. I'm going through and I can help someone right. by just well, showing up. So let me it's ask, been great. I, I mean, I just so damn proud of you and like everything I watch you do. I mean, I'm absolutely incredible. You're, you're, I have Crushing zero it. doubt that you're going to light the world on fire. Let me ask you this though, because some people watching, um, again, maybe they don't have any context. Maybe they just see you on here and we're friends and they're like, Oh, Evelyn has a headset on. She's taking a break from work. She must be just like them. They, she must work work on her online and she must make money online. And, and so let's let's just uncover it a little bit more. So first off, before we get into what you do every day, like uh, let's talk about what are some of those emotions that, that have limited you in the past? You keep saying these things. So maybe you can share with the audience if you would so, so they know what, what are those few emotions that you have always felt that you're now like, nope, I'm not showing up in those emotions anymore. I'm showing up in these emotions. Right. Um, the, the main two, the two main emotions uh, would be shame and mm. self-worth. Those mm. two, I've always had a circumstance around those two, the finding my identity, how I see myself, who I am as a person. Um, so yeah, from the age that I can even remember, right, you conditioned your subconscious yeah. from your mother's womb to the age of seven. Imperative. So um yeah, I, those are the two main emotions, and I actually still feel them. Yeah. I'm going to be quite frank. I feel right. them, but I have to pass through it. I have yeah. to let those feelings feel and uncover the curtain or pull back so, the curtain. Yeah. Let, let's talk about that for a second. Let's unpack that because now that 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 right there is that's the million dollar question everybody wants to know. Kyle and I have made the switch, and now you're right in the middle of making the switch yourself of this awakening. So for you, Evelyn, um, uh, let's just share real quick. Uh, you have a regular job, like a regular, like you work like a nine to five, right? Yes. I work for an online mobility company for the past nine years, uh, January. And, and, and what are some of the, just uh, briefly, what are some of the results that you uh, have had or that you're in charge of there? Sure. So I started as an entry level customer service representative. I worked my way up into management um, about two to three years into the company. Um, they started really trusting me, seeing my work ethics. I can work you know, on my own. I can be trusted. So I've proven a lot of results throughout the, the years. So I was able to manage the entire Filipino team. Actually, some of them are supporting me right now. So a Let's quick go. shout out to my team. Big um, shout out. Yeah, so I handle, I, I manage a team anywhere from seven to 14 agents at any given time. Um, I've closed about $4 million for the company myself, and I've handled over 30,000 phone calls during these nine years. So it's been intense. I mean, come on, what are we talking about? Yeah, right yeah that, does, that deserves a round of applause. So let, let's, let's talk about this real quick, Gil and Gang, because I want you to see what's going on here, okay? This is a woman who, by all intents and purposes, um, had things stacked against her being a woman in business, uh, not being a, 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 a white, right? Like a Puerto Rican, I think you talked, right? Yeah, shout out to Latinos. I mean, I'm only half, but I still, half my family's Mexican. I love, I, I'm telling you guys, I know it may seem crazy and it is a total stereotype, but I just gotta have me a low rider one of these days. Like I have to. Like my, my, my brother buddy, loves 64 bro. Impalas. What do you think of Impalas? I'm getting a 64 Impala, bro. Like gold Dayton's like, like freaking little chain steering wheel, like zoop, zoop, zoop. Let's that's awesome. go. That's gonna be sweet. Um, anyway, cruising down in San Diego. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, 
point being though, is that you guys can see is that Evelyn um, has worked really hard, nine years of dedication and sacrifice to get to where she's gotten. And she's had tremendous success doing what she's done. And now she's sitting here telling you though, there's something inside of it. She's always wanted to do a little more. She's wanted to give back. She's wanted to be a bigger purpose because in spite of the fact that she has done all those great things, like most of us listening, we sometimes will pour in our insecurities into something else to try to reinforce that we're not really as insecure as we actually feel. And so it's like, okay, cool. A lot, you see men do this a lot. Uh, we're not good in our relationship or we're not good with our, our wives or our spouses or our children. And so we pour it all into work. And so it's like, okay, yeah, we pour in here, but we're, we're not making it up for somewhere else. And Evelyn is telling you guys straight up, she's been really great at everything she's done, but she maybe, maybe hasn't necessarily tried everything she's wanted to do. And right now she's in a season where she's empowering herself to take action, even though she's fearful. She wants to, she's letting go of shame and she's letting go of all of that to see herself as something new. And so Evelyn, the question I want to ask before we let you go now and let you enjoy your birthday and get back to work, making that money <laughs> is um, I want to know well, people that are watching, what is that mechanism? I and mean, what, what, what has finally clicked or changed that has made you go enough is enough. Like I'm done. I don't want to be that Evelyn anymore. I want to be this Evelyn. And then when you started and it was hard, what has been the mechanism to change it and to keep you going? Sure. So the, the number one thing has been gaining full clarity on what my why is. Mm. What is my why? Why is it that I want to do what I do? Why do I want to push myself beyond my own limitations and my fear, my shame, my self-worth? And that is I don't want to live in regret. I don't want to be 80 years old um, and or 90 years old and think back when I was 35, you know, I should have done this instead of that or should have stood, you know, consistent with myself and authentic and just show up in these ways and picture all the different scenarios of how I intuitive intuitively felt at that age so that's the number one thing wow. um the number one two thing is surrounding myself with high level performers people that already nice. have oh. what i seek what, what i what i dream to seek what i long to seek so i've really made it an intention to surround myself with only a handful of people because to be quite frank my social uh, i have a lot of associates but i don't have a lot of friends um it's it's deliberate because you have to be careful with that energy so okay. i'm very sacred with yeah with that energy i'm really just um aware of that now throughout all of the years and my experiences learn learning through all different processes so yeah those are the two things I, and I, being with people like you guys awesome showing up I every day it's, i love it's it energy. Was gonna so i was gonna say me. i was gonna say like um what from my personal experience i've noticed like i lay out my day and i'm and i'm doing like working on me doing the self-love i got the show in there i got my exercise i got my basketball like it's no offense to anybody. It's like when I go through the day, it's like, shit, I don't have very much time left to like, just like relax. Like I, I guess my me time is well, my me time, talk, but I'm saying talk like, about setting your day up, bro. No, but I'm, but I'm saying like, I, I, um, I don't mean it as far as like saving my energy for friends and stuff. Like I don't mean any harm by it. I'm, and um, I'm sure you feel the same way, but it's just like, when it comes down to it, you have to, like you said, be careful where your energy goes because um, you only have so much of it, like no matter it's what it, you're doing. It's interesting. Evelyn. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, literally that's excellent. That's excellent advice because it really is that simple. I mean, it's not, it's not easy, but it's really that simple. This is the only thing I got to say though. Um, and I forgot to say it to you yesterday when we were on a call and I can't help it. I'm just a pain in the butt coach. But self-talk, 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 right? Like just a second ago, you're like, oh, I know I, I don't have any friends. I only have associates. No, up until mm. now, up until now, I haven't had many friends. I've only had associates, but I claim my ability too, right? Um, yesterday you said um, 
I've never done this or I can't do that. And what you were saying is something in the past, but I'm so I'm such a pain in the butt about self self language because it's subconsciously programming us nonstop, you guys, always. And so even something that's harmless, you see how big of a big old bright, beautiful smile she had and the good energy is creating. That's great. And so why why limit it with something it's not like language when we can empower ourselves? And so don't mean to correct you on air. I just can't help it. I'm a pain in the butt coach. But also you, you go, oh, I don't have any friends. I only have associates. BS, Kyle and I are your friends. You're live on here with us. Look, you have fans right here. She says, yo, Evelyn Gonzalez. Look, she says, hi, Evelyn. You got people up here that hey. are there. Hey, yeah, look, hi, look at that. Yeah, and Love Jake, you guys. Jake Perez is like quoting you, when you open up to people, people open up. So I'm telling you, Evelyn, your life has already changed because you're empowering yourself to take action through fear. And wow. I don't know about you, but that's like one of the most inspiring things that I could even imagine. I'm such so blessed to be connected to you. I'm so grateful that you're our friend. And uh, I know it's uh, been grateful to have you here on your birthday. Thank you so much for tuning in. Kyle, do you want to say- Thank you so much. All right. Uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you, Evelyn. It's been great uh, becoming friends with you over the last couple of weeks, getting connected through Marshall. Um, me and Evelyn talk regularly. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, bro. It, we became friends through uh, through your network, and, and I'm really thankful for that. Thank you, and um, yeah, I just want to say you thank guys. you so much for all the space you've held the last uh, couple of weeks since we've come in contact. Definitely. Yeah. Evelyn, thank Happy you so birthday. Happy birthday. We love you, girl. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. hey how about that, you guys? Friend of the show. We're going to take our last 90-second break. We're going to be back. I'm going to interview Kyle. Top 10 things he wishes he knows that he knew that he was young, and I feel like some of the things that we just talked about we're going to end up talking about you guys. I'll see you on the flip side of the 90 seconds. And uh, Kyle, be prepared. I'm going to be peppering you, bro. I'm ready. Hot take. going on everybody welcome back to the last half of the marshall gillen show and i don't even want to say last half i want to say uh uh the, the the last 10 minutes of the show you guys i don't know about you but i'm having so much fun getting an opportunity to do this it's been so much fun to be here live with you guys every morning and uh first guy dude like you know what um big round of applause to you and i kyle big round of applause to us bro. this is the first full week i mean this is the little first full week of the marshall gillen show that's I was just thinking about that. That's uh, exciting to think about. And I'm looking back. I've gone back through a little bit. Just to, I'm trying to just see how I'm how I'm doing. See, uh, critiquing myself a little bit. And um, 
and I've noticed that like every day, it seems like, uh, like practice makes yeah. permanent. Like I said, you're starting to notice quickly, like a, a transformation right in front of live camera. <laughs> and it's interesting because I me, mean, Evelyn just talked about fear, right? We had a commercial break in the first half of the uh, show where uh, we talked about, um, uh, I was sharing the six things that, you know, people fear the most and things that keep us from taking action. But like, you know, dude, literally like, yeah, this is great. I feel like the show is be gets better every day. And like, I feel like there's potential for this to like, I mean, I, I mean, dude, today's been a great show. We talked about some 100%. topics. There's a good flow to it. The flow's getting better. Like, um, the, the little advertisements are cool. Like, the we'll get better with music. We got guests coming on. I mean, everyone was fire, right? Bro, the all of our guests have been. It's like it's like they they're just good talkers. Right. They're all. It seems all natural. They're all natural. <laughs> dude, this channel is dope. I'm telling you guys, we love this, Kyle. I'm gonna ask you some questions. Um, about maybe the top 10 things that you wish you knew that when you were younger, because we talk about a lot of stuff on this show. Um, but there's a lot of things that uh, you share in particular, um, that some people might think like, oh, I never heard of that or, or this or that. So I'm curious, you know, I sprung it on you last night. So, um, and, and Gillen gang, if you're watching this live right now, first off, thank you so freaking much. I understand that you have better things to do with your two hours first thing in the morning besides be inspired, educated, and entertained by Marshall Gillen and Kyle Dillinger, but I can't imagine what they would be, okay? And uh, <laughs> we love you, though, that you're here, you know? Uh, if you guys love And you, we love you if you're not here. 100%. We do. We love you because we're those kind of people. That's yep. the energy we like to focus on. Uh, if you guys do love the show, though, what you guys should do for us, we would love, is uh, maybe give it a share. Uh, you know, uh, be, be a friend, tell a friend. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be like real sketchy, uh, you could always take our our, uh, the, our link to our show and post it on people's ads uh, and give us free ads. But that's sketch. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of sketchy. Yeah. But I mean, we're, we're good a people. We're, crowd. We're, we're a working class crowd. We're bro. we're a yeah we're we're for the people. <laughs> yeah, which is the majority. Hundred percent, keeping me down, man. Government's keeping me down, bro. <laughs> the man is is repressing me and all that shit. We've talked about a lot. All that shit. Uh, we've come a long way. Since a lot, and it's been yeah. Yeah, a lot we've of emotions a long way covered. Since we've been old, or since we've been young. I really like since the format <laughs> of the show. We have seven minutes left, and we're not going to hit the mark exactly six minutes now. But I like it. I like I like the flow. And so the next thing we get, we both got to get dialed into is like when the breaks are coming. So like not so like nine twenty five. Um, right. Again at like uh, ten fifty five or nine fifty five, and then ten twenty five. And I was pretty good at keeping us on track today. Um, but just something again, like, um, I don't know why that's important. Just cause I want to see if we can hit these marks. Right. It's just structure I, boundaries. hundred percent. And I eventually yeah. want to get, I eventually want to do a commercial break every 20 minutes. Um, not necessarily because I want more commercials, but because I want to make, I want to make like 17 to 20 minute sound bits. So it's like, Oh, here's a 17, 20 minute sound of, of these guys talking about what we talked about in the beginning. And then yeah. 17, 20 minute mark the time that Marshall won a trip to Catalina Island. Here's a 17, 20 minute. Uh, thing about whatever we talked about a censorship then you being vulnerable and then get evelyn and i'm talking about her being vulnerable and how the like you know what i mean yeah yeah uh, the, the today's structure seemed to be yeah it was so far the best yeah so shows, i'm going with it it shows fire this is literally the number one i i just number one show number one yeah. in my mind it is at least oh, at, at the minimum you can't tell me otherwise no <laughs> we're gonna get better allegedly 100 allegedly if we don't we don't Watch us every day. And if we, we don't, don't, and if we don't, we'll talk about it. Or don't. Hey, or, I'm not yeah. getting better. Or, or we what won't. What can I do? Or yeah, we or we won't. We'll see. Like Adam Sandler says in uh, The Wedding Singer, 
I have the microphones. You'll listen to every damn word on your experience. Okay? <laughs> or don't. So don't tune in. Yeah, or do. Yeah. I love or do. It's all right. Go. Let's do that, fam. We don't have a lot of time, but I want to know. Let's hit some topics because maybe we'll dial into something we can talk about later, which is um, uh, some things I know you want to talk about. So let's make a list. If there was 10 things that you wish you knew when you were older, what were they? I'm gonna Number one. What's, oh, oh, well, not the calculator. Oh, see, look, I'm always trying to make money. I'm trying to add it up. Okay. So what's the number one thing you wish you knew when you were older? Young number one, uh, the first thing that pops to mind, we've already covered it, epigenetics. Just simply learning, simply learning about, uh, essentially, uh, from what I understand, Dr. Bruce Lipton was like the pioneer of disproving genetics and that we like adapt, automatically adapt to diseases and um, traits from our parents through genetics. Uh, he started to prove and started to study that our environment and our thoughts and like what we feed our body are what shape and form us. So you are a product of your environment, um, which most of the time happens to be like from your direct immediate family, right. um, obviously, because you're around them the most. But it's also like you have your own thoughts and things and, and you look up to different people like my son. Um, like he loves YouTube and he has certain YouTubers that he looks up to. And it's like, so right now he's at a season where he's not looking up to dad and, and what dad's doing, he's looking up to, um, YouTubers. So that's kind of like, so you got to be mindful of pretty so like, like your so, environment essentially. So what epigenetics is you guys, it's the science that says that genes can be turned on or off, uh, depending on their environment. Okay. So what epigenetics proved and what Bruce Lipton proved is that the environment that what your cells are in which there's a few different types of environments that your cells can be in, will directly determine how your gene is expressed. So people go, oh, well, heart disease is hereditary. No, it's not. Cancer is hereditary. No, it's not. We have cancer in the family. No, you don't. Uh, what right. studies show is that less than 3% of all diseases are hereditary. That Less than 3% of all diseases and degenerative diseases, um, uh, autoimmune diseases are, are hereditary. That means the rest are developed. You go, well, how is that possible? Well, I, listen, I'm not. I, there's people way smarter than me that say that that's how it works. And so what you gotta understand, Gillian Gang, is that epigenetics is just the science that proves that you can create cell, cellular ch or change at a cellular level depending on what you, your environment you're in. And so like Kyle alluded to, your thoughts create a, create a stress response or don't, depending on what it is, no you don't. Uh, uh, create a stress, stress response, sorry, I'm looking at a comment. Uh, create a stress response in your body, so that would become an environment, okay? Uh, the environment with your body, uh, are you around lots of uh, electro electrical magnetic fields? Are you mm. around environments that are highly stressful? Are you creating an environment within your body from bad nutrition? Is the environment of your body trash because you don't exercise? Like these different things we can combine uh, to influence epigenetics. So I love that. So number one, epigenetics. Number two, what's the second thing that you wish you knew when you were younger? Uh, number two, I, I would say is how we talked on the episode earlier is if you're noticing a lot of bad around you, and noticing um, that you can't seem to like escape negativity, so to speak, or whatever, just try to understand, please, um, through my personal experience and plenty of others, that if you focus on the bad, you get bad. If you focus on the good, you get more good. It's so not always going to be 100%. Thank you. That That is a simple way to put it. Um, it. That would be number two. Yeah. I think that's, I think, I think that, that you're exactly right. I mean, like literally we, that's what this whole show has been about. It's like, dude, whatever you're going to focus on, you're going to get more of hundred percent. You know what I mean? And, and then you even go into Like I touched on like the words you're speaking out loud, like our phones are listening. So like what we talk about is also going to come. Like I get, I get ads all the time for like uh, 
binary beat YouTube uh, and like law of attraction stuff. Cause that's what I talk yeah. about. That's what I look up. So it's like, True. and that, and that also, so the more you talk about the bad, that's how you keep it in that. Like it comes back full circles. Cause it's not just like, law of attraction. Law exactly. Of yeah. Which yeah. would be number three. If we get right into that. And these three? aren't in these, I, I guess what's these aren't, we're putting them in order. In order. So what's but, number three? But yeah. Three would be uh, learning about law of attraction and more specifically uh, the law of vibration. How about we say, I get it. I want people to come back and see it. So let's say the law, universal laws. Which universal I think laws. Okay. Have you looked yeah. I'm very early on um, like deep, deep diving into some, some research, but that's why I have people like you around me because you, I know that you've spent hours doing um, research, so to speak, or going back and learning slash remembering things. Um, so like, I just trust in the information and, and that's how I'm collapsing time with learning that. I love that dude. Friend of the show, Richard, big Richard says, uh, life is algorithmic. I love that because I, uh, I read something or, or watched a video about, uh, how we live in a uh, mathematical code and that kind possibly. of, a lot. Possibly. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Yeah. yeah these what, are all what happened is there's a scientist, you guys who found, um, who found inside of a cell, the, the structure of the cell is the exact same like code, uh, that makes up the error page. Uh, in like computer systems. So like, the, so when you go to a page and it's like comes up air 404 error, there's a specific code that's programmed into these sites or things that that if you get this response to give that, and it's just with the program, I mean, I don't know the code, but it's just ones and zeros. And what this guy, and I can't, the name escapes me right now, but what this guy found, found is that inside of a cell, inside of a DNA, inside of a code, he found the exact, not one that's kind of like it, the exact same se sequence that makes the error page. So, uh, yeah, possibly. I've only heard. I, I now I remember you talking about it. this. Is only the second time I've heard about it, and that was yeah. both from you. And um, that that makes a lot of sense. You know, most think that we're living in a simulation right now. Uh, actually, science actually shows that there's a better than fifty percent chance that we actually are living in a simulation right now. What can you go well like? You know, well, how, how would we become aware of that then? But like, wouldn't that be the ultimate mind fuck is that if you were in a simulation, but then you became aware that you might be in a simulation, like talk about seeing the rap. Wow. Yeah, that's you know, uh, interesting. Look at the of this. Number four, what would you say the number four thing is? Also, dude, go study the 12 universal laws. And all yeah, again, that's another go, reminder. Go study the 12 universal laws. They're simple and start to read them and figure out and, I, and read about Buddhism and read about Christianity and read about everything. Like take it all in. It's all a human experience. The, the reason I, I don't want to get too off, traffic, uh, off topic, but I, I was doing a bunch of research and then I got to the point where I was like, oh my gosh, all of it makes sense and all of this is possible and I need to like take a breath and step back and focus on what I have going on, yeah. uh, which, well, that'd be what, what Dude, maybe we'll do an episode next week where we just go through the 12 universal laws for everybody. We'll be like, yo guys, let's do this and break them down. Oh, that would probably be valuable as fuck. That actually, yes, that would be amazing. So what we need to do so on Monday, maybe we do this on Monday. So Monday we'll do the 12 universal laws over the whole two hour episode and we'll get two guests in that can explain to us. Yes. Oh, dude, Diego says, friend of the show, Diego, we've got to get you on the program, bro. We got to get Diego on the team. We 100%, okay. I, dude, I'm trusting and I don't, I don't know Diego, you do. I've seen bro, him comment on stuff, I, so I I'm trusting in that. I promise you, we need Diego on the team. We also need uh, Evelyn on the team. We need to get Evelyn in charge of our sales somehow. Ooh, that actually she, sounds. She sounds like the perfect. All day. Yeah. She wants to work from us, but I heard her feelings. She didn't tell me that, but I know I did. When I said I, well, a couple of episodes ago, I was like, I don't work with anybody that's overweight, and she thought I was talking about her. I don't think Evelyn's overweight, but she wants to get in shape, and so she's like, Oh, I would, I would work with you, but 
um, you said you don't work with overweight people. And I'm like, oh my God, which oh. just goes to she's, I mean, that's fair. I, I yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he, and I, I, and you didn't say, even mean I it like that. Out of context, right. But yeah. that just goes to show you the power that what people have, or even with good intentions. And so we've got to be very careful with what we're saying because even though we're, we don't have, we don't have like a thousand, fifteen hundred views tops, right? We still have views, and it's important as we grow the channel to remember that because Evelyn may be one of the most amazing human beings I've ever met, and I would absolutely right. same same. I mean, dude, imagine if we got Evelyn on our team and she grew with our team, and like as we become a multi-million dollar brand, like when we're going to like Marshall Palooza's or we're taking like just trips wherever I take the team, like if she was there, that would be fucking rad. Bro, I'm. I'm I'm loving yeah. Keep you're talking my language. Hundred percent. Richard said he wants to come on and talk relationship in the episode. Oh my god, 100%. dude. Yes, please. We got to yes. get this book next week, bro. We'll bring you on for an extended thing um, to talk about that for sure. We need to get Diego on. Uh, he's uh, he's a marine. Nope, that's not true. Sorry, bro. He's a, a Navy corpsman, but he was. Uh, if you guys know anything about Navy corpsmen, they're essentially the baddest motherfuckers in the entire military. Um, what they do is they go to the Navy to learn to be Navy corpsmen. Which uh, what they do is they save people in battle. So then they get you, the good ones, the best, and that's not true. The good ones probably too, but the best of the best get paired with uh, 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 Marine Corps units, with uh, units, uh, oh, infantry sure. units in the Marine Corps. And so when everybody's out there, pew, 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 and I don't mean to discount what they're going through. I'm just trying no, to yeah. and see <laughs> each other, people get shot up and shit, like they're at war. And then somebody's got to save their ass. While, somebody, while everybody's shooting at each other, somebody's got to be the motherfucker that runs out there, grabs the people up, and then repairs them while choo, choo, choo is going on over the head. Not like, they're not like, trying to repair them they're just like damn nothing. and that's what basically what uh navy corpsmen do and so uh diego's a navy corpsman uh he just uh had an honorable discharge um uh, honorable discharge uh from the navy uh recently so back to civilian life um he says uh, i'm game fellas uh you know i've always been uh believe me brother. Yeah. diego love you bro uh fucking love that guy um so we have to get him on and richard same thing like dude big rich is like you don't even know but what he understands about relationships because he's married and he's a father now and he's he's like uh, i'm not gonna say he's made mistakes like because uh, i don't know what mistakes he's made and if i say that a married man's made mistakes everybody assumes i'm talking like oh he's must have been cheating i don't know I'm not assuming that what i'm saying is that he's he's been a man just like all of us he's been a person just like all of us and there's mistakes or limitations he's had in his life when he looks back he probably goes damn i wish i could do that different now him and his wife get to enjoy uh, an amazing relationship and get to parent amazing children in an amazing way because collectively they figured out how to communicate and take care of that and so that's what richard teaches and say, oh, yeah dude we definitely got to get him on an uh, on an episode he says um men save their marriage he helps men save their marriages and so wow. look he even that's said big. so many mistakes that's what she said um all right I, I gotta be mindful of that <laughs> i've got a big dick that's so funny why yeah like that why are we like that because why, why because we, because we understand that we have to we need it's a little so fun primal. we need more fun in the life so primal know? oh I, I got a big dick no you don't well, well yeah no, that's true dude. that's a conditioning in my opinion like it's we're so i think we i think yeah that's a different story for a different day we i think like we're like crying isn't manly and that kind of that kind of like stereotyping I will, and i will say this though i mean i'm just being honest i was asked a question one time because i'm five foot six at bartending and I get a lot of asked all kinds of wild questions when I was bartending. <laughs> and um um one of the questions I got asked one time by this hot chick, she was testing me. And she's like, Oh yeah? She's like, Would you rather be an inch taller or have an inch longer on your penis? And I instantly, I mean for me, 
it's not even a doubt. Like that's not even close. I was like inch taller. Yes, please. Like, <laughs> I'm good with everything else. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm satisfied. If I could be five, seven though, bro, like what the fuck are we talking about? Dude, five, seven almost means you, I listen, people got to understand when you're five foot six, like I don't see the people top of people's heads. Richard, walk, you walk into a, a kitchen and you see the top of the refrigerator, bro. I don't even know what that <laughs> world looks like from that point of view, dude. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I coming from like, yeah, I'm like a sports guy. Well, not sports specifically, but I love basketball and uh, like an inch in basketball uh, makes a big difference. So I would take six one in a heartbeat. And that's oh. not even like think that's in a heartbeat, not even thinking about like, like I'm content too, and not saying that I'm fucking anything special, but I'm cool everywhere else too. I'm taking an inch taller. Wow. I love it. That's what the show's come to. <laughs> okay. Number four. Let's just get back to it. Number are we on are we on four or five? I think it's four. No, we're at number four. I'm keeping track okay. of comments. Um we started to talk about something and I was gonna mention it as number four. Just but I forget. Um a kind of how I touched earlier again, we'll probably pull back for a lot from the show, is is the focus focusing on the people instead of focusing on the people that are like tearing you down which is kind of what I did and from in my life um, focus on the people that are there to love you um, yeah. so and focus, I know that sounds cliche it can sound whatever like we already did that one let's do another one well okay but I mean like the net the network of people I the guess the, the yeah power of association Our and that includes yeah and that includes like I, I see so many times people like um, complain about family members and it's like I know it's tough, even if it's like your mom and you have like such a bad relationship uh, or whatever it is, um, like at some point you're going to have to make a decision, like stand up for yourself, focus on something else. And then that relationship will end up getting better. Like, well, and, and like, and that's not actually really coming from experience. I have a great relationship with my family and I'm like very thankful. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm, I've noticed that. Those yeah, are facts, that's a fact. Yeah. I mean, like just I mean, power of association is everything. It's who you surround yourself with physically and virtually. Who you're watching and following online. hundred percent. Yeah. The music. Yeah. They, and they depending gotta, on what season you're in. They got to feed what you're doing. The power of association is everything. And so you guys have got to dial into what you're surrounding yourself with because that's where your focus is going to go. Um, I'm going to jump in and help you. Top okay. Seven, yeah. That we wish that, wish that I knew. One I'm thing not going to lie. I took, a, I took a, a heavy vitamin break on the last one. <laughs> ah, well, we'll have, to, we'll have to at least stay. Well, we'll work on it. Um, yeah. So one thing I know that I wish that I uh, had known is um plant-based diet uh, is healing like i wish that somebody had told me that yes thank you now, it doesn't mean everybody uh there's studies out there that show that a carnivore diet which is just all meat diet you guys actually can be beneficial for people with autoimmune uh diseases as an actual baseline like start to and I've, i personally noticed it for the di for my diabetes which um we've touched be on before but i'm working on the holistic uh, side of healing my disease and plant-based and noticing um, the little bit of times I have eaten meat since I went plant-based um, like I the numbers in my glucose readings are directly associated with the plant-based eating yeah. and like eating meat and again I'm not, I'm not saying that that's true for everybody we're not dietitians. no yeah just from my I'm, I'm trying experience. to get context of saying like if you want to eat all meat diet like try that there are studies that, that again you can find a narrative to reinforce anything you want Right. But by and large, what I wish that somebody would have told me when I was younger is that plants actually heal the body. You guys got to understand at a cellular level how the world's made up. We're all made up of cells. It doesn't matter what we are. The same cells that make up these glasses are literally the same cells that make up you. The same information that's inside of the DNA that makes this cell, this plastic, is literally the same information that's in the DNA inside of you. 
And so we have to understand that everything is cellular based. It's all just energy. And so although I'm not, I eat meat, I had some bison last night. I'm not, I'm not saying do or don't. What I'm saying is I wish somebody would have told me that plants can actually heal my body of disease, of sickness, all kinds, mental, emotional, spiritual, because when we eat plants, we're going straight to source. You guys understand that meat, animals eat plants. That's where they get all of their stuff from. I know that you guys know this. Now let's take it next step further. Animals are just made of cells. And so when you eat dead flesh, you're eating the flesh, you're eating dead cells. It's, 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 it's like second or third generation energy. When you eat plants, it's like first generation energy because the seed goes around the sun, the air, the nutrients, um, uh, all makes it grow. And so what's happening is that's all that energy, all the cellular energy that went in from the sunshine and everything to make that piece of food is now a direct energy transfer to the cells inside of your body. I'm not saying it's better or worse, but like, let's be real. Plants have the ability to heal. And I wish that somebody had told me that uh, when I was younger because I just hated plants. Like I hated That plants. leads me into a, I wish I would know, uh, I've known about water memory early, earlier on. Um, if, if that is uh, learning about how we're, what, I mean, I've seen different numbers, but roughly like what, 65% water, well, more like um, 80% yeah. water. Okay. So knowing that water holds memory and that, um, like, oh shit, like it really does make a difference if you drink like tap water considered, uh, to bottled water to, um, bottle from a aluminum, uh, water bottle to water that's so in it. Basically, basically what he's saying you guys is water's alive. Like water is at a, at a molecular level, like water's alive and water's everything. And so like, that, that's what you're saying, right? Like, yeah, water yeah, yeah 100%. So like the emotion that we, we have, the experiences that the water goes through, like you may or may not realize it or, or care about it. But the reality of it is, is that memory uh, is ever, our memory. Water is everything. Water is 80% of us. It's 80% of the world. Like it's the only, like it's, it's the only thing that proven life has ever been in existence on is earth. And it's because it's the only place that they found water source like it is. And so when we were younger, we wish somebody would have told us more about water. Like you guys literally water has literally has the ability to heal you. I know it sounds fucking crazy, but when it comes to epigenetics, one of the things that I was doing when I thought I was dying of cancer is every time I, I had fresh living water or pH balanced water, every time that I drink water, I visualize it as being healing. And if there's any pain anywhere in my body, I drink it down to that pain. Like, so I, even if I have a headache, I, I, I visualize drinking the water into my headache or into my thumb mm -hmm. or where my cancer is at. Like, the, the, uh, the what, and that's not even talking about like the actual physical benefits of water, the detoxifying, like, uh, the, how it takes care of being hungry. Like there's so many incredible overwhelming benefits. People go, Marshall, why is your skin so great? And you're 35. It's because I drink a shit ton of water and I always have. Okay. Mm -hmm. So water is everything. I love that. Number seven, uh, number seven thing that I wish somebody would have told me when I was younger, bro, is that I wish they would have told me that I am a brand. Like I wish, mm -hmm. they, I wish somebody would have taught me about personal branding. Like a wow, lot. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it, it, business has been evolving, and uh, not that it, it, not that we've always been our own brands, but I've noticed like that kind of wave shift is like learning that we are. So like how kind of like you said on um, a live yesterday, I believe it was um, about how like you put whatever uh, businesses or whatever in, like whatever it is on your back, and you're the front and center. That way, when one gets sold off or one dies, you still have you are still you. Yeah, hundred percent. And so, like, uh, to get that even more context, like, boy, that I always say it to people is, I'm like, you guys, if you're building a business, what most people do is they'll be, I'm, I'm the business owner, and then they'll put each business in front of them. And so, what Kyle is, is saying is, on a training I did yesterday, I was live, uh, I spoke at, uh, live yesterday um, at an event um, for Milani Hawk. You guys, it was this event right here. You guys can still probably go register to see that. It was fire. 
But what I was saying on that thing is that like most people are the business owner and then they build the businesses in front of them. Oh, here's my fitness business and this business and that business. Well, then mm. when that business fails or dies or you sell it or whatever, well, now when you start another business, you have to build that business's name back up. Oh, it's I have to build top paid speaker back up. Instead, I wish somebody had told me that I could have put myself, Marshall Gillen, out front and all of my businesses behind me. So when top paid speaker is done or transformation elf is done or growing or whatever, like it doesn't matter because Marshall Gillen is still out in front. And I wish somebody wow. would have told me that because I that's what gave me purpose. Once I realized that I'm a brand, I realized that I can create myself to be the best possible me I can be. And then when I amplify that with tools like social media and phone or video, like that has given me the ability to reach people and make money. So I wish somebody would have told me um, I could have been a personal brand. Wow. That's yeah. big. Yeah, big that's, time. That is big time. Um, <laughs> yes, number eight thing I wish somebody would have told me uh, when I was younger is that um, they had, there's free money on social media. Like there's free money on social media. You know what I'm saying? Um, I wish somebody would have told me that because uh, I say that even now and a lot of our viewers or listeners might be watching. They're like, dude, what are you saying? Dude, you know, you know how much it costs me? Okay. Well, the actual cost to do what I'm doing right here is like maybe a hundred bucks a month because I pay for software and some different kinds of things that we do. So like right now, what to actually make this show like, like it is cost me, well, it's a hundred dollar investment. It doesn't cost me. It's a hundred dollar right. a month. Okay. So yeah, it's not this point. This is not actually, and then I put uh, right now we're doing a $3 ad spend behind just very easy, very nice and light $3 ad spend behind every video. And so five videos a week um, times it's 15, they're all, so it's $15 every video basically. So 15 mm. times, however many videos we make. So 15 times, like, what is that? Like 24 videos or seven times 28 videos a week. So whatever 15 times 28 is basically plus a hundred dollars for software. So it's not free. No. But it can be free. If you do it on your on your on your personal profile, like it's free. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is show up. You don't need any of this fancy equipment. You can literally on your personal profile, Kyle, you can create a personal brand and then have conversations with other people who have personal brands. You don't need anything because that's free free Facebook. You can go on Facebook and then go live and then go dual live and add somebody and have conversations like this for absolutely fucking free. And when you built a brand and you have silly clickback links and you have things and products and sales that are set up, you can literally make money. Like they're handing out free money on social media. If you just show up and do the work. Wow. Who didn't, why didn't they that, teach this? Well, ex that's exactly what I was thinking. We, uh, this stuff needs to be taught at a younger age. Well, dude, one of the, like, let's like, okay. So let's take it back even further. When you talk about one of the things I wish that somebody had told me when I was younger is that, and this was like maybe the biggest mindset sh shift for me ever is that when I realized what mindset is, like when I realized that there's a difference between fixed mindset and growth mindset, like it blew my mind wide open because I didn't understand the difference between fixed mindset and growth mindset. I didn't understand that mm -hmm. fixed that fixed mindset people thought that you were born with talent. That fixed minded uh, uh, people thought that um, uh, you, that uh, only the rich are rich and the poor always stay poor. I didn't realize that fixed mind people thought that things not everything's to change. What I started to realize when I changed the power of association, the people I surrounded myself with is that there's something called growth mindset and that people with growth mindset don't believe that you are born with talent, but that you can acquire talent, that you can learn talent, that you can learn more knowledge, that you can change and evolve. People with a growth mindset believe that money is abundant, that love is abundant, that things are abundant, that it evolves. And so when I started to realize that, I was like, I told you just a couple episodes ago, I was like, wait mm -hmm. a second. I'm like, so you're, you're telling me all I have to do is just make myself really, really good at, at things I want to be good at and I'll get to have more of what I want in life. And they're like, yeah, like, yeah, that's all you have to do, bro. And I was like, you couldn't, 
Like people are like, how do you keep going? I'm like, how do you not keep going? There's no restriction. Nobody's restricting you from doing anything, but your stupid white privilege talk or your stupid racism talk or your stupid COVID talk or whatever it is. I'm not discounting the problems and experience that people are having. I'm saying that a lot of you are wanting to throw your hat in the ring to have your feelings be validated and your opinions be validated, but nobody cares. And I don't mean that in a rude way. I'm saying let's have conversations that people actually do care about, mm. like the conversations we have in the Marshall Gillen Show. Because obviously what we talk about is fucking important. Mm. Um, okay. Richard says, Number. I got fast. Y'all uh, at these damn kids. Uh, y'all at these damn kids. Love you guys. Yo, bro. That's <laughs> online. Love it. Boom. That's online. Period. <laughs> Point blank. Period. The last, the tenth, and the final thing that I wish somebody would have taught me or told me about um, when I was younger is uh, I wish that somebody would have told me about forgiveness. But I mean, like, really had to talk to me about forgiveness. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, taught me the power of forgiveness. Taught me, like, what it means to forgive. Because when I started learning about forgiveness, that's what taught me about ego. That's when I started learning about the inner self and the ego and how the two coexist and how our ego is what truly limits us. Not because it hates us or because it's bad. Ego is not good or bad. Ego is necessary. We love the ego. But when we operate only from ego, life kind of sucks. It's not very right. And wow. so I wish they could have taught me that because, because uh, I was so hurt from past traumas, I never had an opportunity to stop operating from ego. Because being hurt and being in pain and being in trauma, you have to live in ego, which is a third, which is here in the third dimension, um, as opposed to your inner being, who is the con consciousness, who is truly you. But we're st stuck in our ego and our in our third dimensional body when we're operating in pain and trauma and hurt because we're in survival mode. And so, at an evolutionary level, we're wired to be hyper aware of, of right now because otherwise we'll die. But we're not running from tigers, things that are really going to kill us. And that, that emotion that's inherently evolutionary in us is ramped up by things like stress, lack of money, these situational things that we focus on. And so like, I wish somebody would have told me that, yo, bro, did you know if you can forgive the things that happened to you, forgive the person, you forgive yourself for letting them happen, that you can literally change your entire life. Nobody told me that when I was younger. Wow. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you touched on that because uh, you've heard me talk about it before is that first, um, like starting that first forgiveness like letter to myself was like super transformational for me and it's like once you understand um that like everybody's going through the same shit like just in a different way and it's like stop stop worrying about well you do worry about other people but not in that sense it's like worry about yourself like forgive yourself okay. for allowing things like that for happen forgive yourself for doing things that you've done because you don't know what you don't know and it's like that's I mean so just like I know it's it sounds so much simpler than it is I'm not saying it's easy like it's been so tough like I, I still cry like I still heal right and things like that and I'm so I'm not claiming it to be easy but it's just like let me tell you what dude it's not easy that's why you found yourself with people that are going to help you that's why you're going to want to join the Gillen gang you guys text Gillen gang uh, uh to 833-222-2694 join the Gillen gang come part of the movement join the team and uh, let's do this together Kyle that's the end of our show today, bro. We did good. Another fire episode. I know we still we're still not coming in at two two hours though. We're still yeah the mark. I talk a lot, yeah. so I know. Still and, and I get off on my little tangents, and it's like we'll but, tighten it up. We'll tighten it yeah. up. Yeah, we'll tighten it up. We now. got the weekend. To, yeah, we got the weekend to tweak and critique, and yeah, yeah. We'll come back Monday okay. refreshed. Yeah. Um. Yep. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Love you, bro. Love you, brother. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be a friend. Tell Thank us. You guys. We're now available on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and more. But uh, the best place to experience the Marshall Gillen Show is youtube.com forward slash Marshall Gillen or visual, visit marshallgillen.com. 
to experience Marshall live uh, in multiple different ways. No, that's not, uh, I'm not a gigolo or anything like that. Uh, nothing physical. But uh, we do have Marshall Palooza coming up, uh, which you'll find at marshallgillen.com, or we'll talk more about here at youtube.com forward slash Marshall Gillen Show. Uh, Kyle Dillinger on uh, I'm shot riding shotgun as usual. Uh, bro, it's been another fire episode. I love you. Thank you so much. Love you, brother. Talk later. Peace.